from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Oh, Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won $1,000. It's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Uh, people are selling inside-out jeans now. What? Yeah. So for $475, people can now buy inside-out jeans. <laughs> but for 80 you can buy jeans and just turn them inside-out. Right. But I think that these ones actually are the, like, they're sewn so the buttons can be done so what, your pockets are hanging out? Your pockets are hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Wait, but okay, so if they're inside out jeans, yeah, right? Yeah. Here's a very important question. Yes, sir. What's on, so if that's on the outside, yeah. what's on the inside? Your jeans. No, but is it like inside out on both sides? It's the whole thing is inside out. So it's the front of what would normally be your front of the jeans yeah. on the inside. Yes, like, take your pants off right now, turn okay. them inside out, and put them back on. Okay. <laughs> I'm like a wizard. Both of you just stood up immediately and did that. I'm like magic. I should use this. Why did I use this power on dudes? <laughs> had I known I had this my whole life. But what okay, so Molly's turning his jeans. Are... The pockets are hanging out on the outside. But what do I, where do I keep my stuff? What's that? Like, my stuff that I normally keep in my pockets. Obviously a fanny pack. Um, <laughs> I have one. Okay, so do I. I love my fanny pack. Okay, so more. What about a belt? Oh, yeah, I don't know about a belt. What do I do with my belt? I think that maybe they, they fashioned these that you could actually put a belt on. They put the loops on the outside or whatever, so you can still get a belt on. But um, but yeah, so let me see that, more. Get on in there. Yeah, there you go, Maury, just but like how that. how do you do the button now? What's that? How do you do the button In up? reverses. But, no, but... Don't do them all up. Come on, we were just doing this for the radio. Just do the top one, Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> like, it would be perfect. <laughs> yeah, just like that, okay, more. Another question. Yes. The po- How do I get into my pocket? Well, that's the tough part. Just yeah. like that. Look, you got it. There's my wallet. Yeah, see? This is weird, guys. Maury's wallet. So Maury's pockets are huge, by the way, and he's got a real heavy wallet. It looks like saddlebags on the side of your hips, Maury. Maury has a George Costanza (laughs) wallet, for sure. Oh, then over here. Oh, I ripped something. (laughs) (laughs) There's my keys. Yo, why are your keys so bulky? (laughs) Okay, so there we go. So that's inside out jeans. (laughs) Let me see yours, Mocha. I got big pockets too. You got bro. huge pockets too? <laughs> <laughs> Maury's never seen anything as funny as a person wearing inside out jeans. This is the greatest thing ever. You okay? That's awesome. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So this is in Toronto at like a really super busy intersection. There's a phone, an old rotary phone that somebody put on a wall, like not in a building, but on the actual outside of the building on the sidewalk that he found in a friend's basement. And he wrote the phone number on the side of it. And so anybody in the world can call this number and hopefully maybe a stranger answers and you get to have a conversation with a stranger. And to me... That's the kind of thing where you pick up the phone and then you look down at your chest and there's a red dot and somebody says they have a gun on you. 
you know yeah. like I would I mind my own business I'm Mr. Mind My Own Business yeah. if I see a phone ringing there's no way I'm answering it yeah it's like that movie phone booth yeah I'm Call Mr. Mind My Own Business yeah, but people no are answering it I would not trust that phone at all and uh we'll give you the number again in a second but what do you want to do? Do you want to call it or do you want to play Maury talking to strangers from yesterday? No, I think, let's call it. Okay. I think because I'm real okay. curious about yeah. this. I think we should call it. It's ringing. Someone's got to answer. Hello. 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 Hey. Oh. Oh. <laughs> My God. Okay, Somebody's so that was, there. Okay, so that's attempt number one. Uh, the number, if you do want to call it, and I don't even want to give it out right now because I know it's just going to get all jammed up and busy and we won't be able to call it again. But if you want to call, it's a, uh, what's the number? I can't even read this here. 647. Yeah. 483. Yeah. 6060. Okay. And again, this is a, a rotary phone that was installed, uh, Bloor and Dufferin. Yeah. 647-483-6060. Uh, so David Mori called a bunch of times yesterday. Okay. Let me have it. Hello. Hi. Who's this? Nicholas. Nicholas, knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Cow says. Cow says who? No, cow says moo. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Do you want um, one more? Sure, I'll, I'll give you one. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah, you give me one. Wow. Uh, you know what? I forgot it. I'm terrible at room jokes. Go ahead, give me one more. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? A little old lady. A little old lady who? All this time I had no idea you could yodel. That one needs a little work. Oh, okay. But I appreciate the spontaneity. Do you have to go, or do you want to just keep talking for hours and hours? I'm boiling, man. I am boiling. Okay. I gotta get home. Have Take a great brother. night. Bye. You too. Hello? Knock, knock. Tony? Knock, knock. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Okay, knock, knock. Who's there? Europe. You're Europe who? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you want one more joke? Uh, sure, why not? Okay, knock, knock. Uh, who's there? Etch. Etch who? Bless you, friend. Bless you? Oh, that's a good one. Because you said etch you. Oh, sorry. There's a wasp here now. There's a wasp. Are you going to get yeah, stung? I, I probably should go. But thanks okay. for the joke. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice excuse. Hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wow. You sat there all night, huh? Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. Knock, knock. <laughs> Oh. oh, damn. <laughs> Hello? Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Okay, knock, knock. Who's there? Spell. Spell who? W-H-O. Get it? Because you said spell who? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hold on, let's, uh... I bet you it's going to be busy because we gave the number out. I bet you.
Watch. You watch. We've ruined it for everyone. Yeah. Oh. See? I knew. We, we just we ruined it for everyone by giving out the number. So Maury, again, Maury called it 25 times last night, and as soon as we give the number out, it's going to be busy forever. 647 483 6060. Yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Today's national. <laughs> I can't even say it. I don't even know why I'm laughing. What? 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 Say it. Say it. You know, every day is like one of those stupid days. Yeah. Like right? yesterday was National Dog Day. National Dog Day. Who doesn't yeah. love that day? Today's what? Come on. <laughs> I don't know why this makes me laugh because I'm a child. It's National Banana Lovers Day. (laughs) 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 Which for me, as you know, I hate bananas. The sight and sound of somebody eating a banana just turns my stomach. I find it revolting. But uh, today's National uh, Banana Lovers. (laughs) I love banana cake. Do you really? Yeah, with chocolate chips. Yeah. Delicious. I can't do banana. It's weird, but and the, but my thing too is that I don't like pickles, but I love pickled chips. You don't like pickles? No, I hate. Why? Pickles. I, I, uh, oh, I don't know. Alert. I, you don't even put a pickle like on your hamburger? No, or, like on a side. Oh, don't get me started on this. Okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. All right. You woke the monster. Now you got to feed the monster. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, go. Let me tell you something about pickles on a hamburger. Okay. Okay. And don't it, at me on this. Actually, no, do at me. And if at you, Roz Weston, R O Z W E S T O. The idea that anyone in any restaurant would automatically put a pickle on a burger where it comes standard on a burger. Yeah. Okay. Should lose their restaurant. Like and, their, and their ability to serve McDonald's food to puts, people. Uh, pickles like on their, like, it, uh, exactly. You just order like a regular hamburger. Exactly. A pickle on a burger is a very specific thing. Yeah. It's very specific. It's a vinegary flavor. <laughs> it's specifically it's, a pickle on a burger. It's specifically a pickle on a burger. Yeah. Okay? I don't know how it happened that pickles became standard on a burger where if I don't want a pickle, I then have to ask for no pickle. You should have to ask for pickle because I'll tell you, as somebody who does not like pickles at all, there is no taking a pickle off a burger and just throwing it on the side and then eating a burger. It will always taste like pickle oh, yeah because you got that pickle juice thank you no burger ever should come standard with pickles Damn, no burger it's so wrong oh, it's such a violation like heated about remember this. when itunes forced everybody to have that u2 album yeah. and we all freaked out about it oh yeah right i didn't ask for it yeah right that's what this is that's the pickle on a burger no burger should come standard with pickles pickles are burger ruiners and even if you pull the pickle off the whole thing still tastes like rancid pickle and I believe love, me i love pickles on a burger believe me i know what a rancid pickle tastes like <laughs> having said that on national banana lovers day <laughs> hey kiss it's raza mocha hey it's adil adil welcome back to the show what's going on man not so bad you good what's up well, are we just seriously talking about pickles and a guy named adil called in <laughs> Yeah, so you know I'm going to come to the defense, right? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adil. Uh, yeah, no, that, that was one of my nicknames. Don't even get me started. Okay. Um, all right, so I feel like I agree with you where pickles, you know, they can destroy a burger because they're overpowering in, in terms of taste. However, 
If you simply just read the menu and ask for no pickles if you don't like them, it's that simple. No, but sometimes, I'm telling you, I've been to places before where I say, uh, I want a bacon double cheeseburger. Oh, okay? Yeah. With mm. with tomato, mm-hmm. lettuce, mm. and mayo. Yeah. And then bring me a bottle of HP if you have it, and I'll douse some of that on myself. And then so the burger good. comes to my table, and it's one of these places that takes a giant pickle on a Q-tip. Not a Q-tip. What's the thing, what's the thing I'm thinking about? <laughs> What is it? A, a toothpick. Where they take a giant pickle on a Q-tip and they stab it through the top of your burger bun. Oh, yeah. So gimme. it's part of the presentation. That's what I'm talking about. No pickle should ever come standard on a burger. It should always be something that you have to ask for. Oh, no way, man. I love, love pickles oh, on my burger. Oh, God. All right. Uh, I, I, I still disagree, but I'm sure you're entitled to your opinion. Right, right. Well, thanks for allowing me on a show that has <laughs> yeah. my name on it to have my opinion. You're, right? you're, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> Clearly, you, you forgot we're talking about a, a, you're talking to Adil. Yeah, thanks, Adil. Uh, Fiona, what do you want to say? Listen, tomatoes should never be standard on a burger. Pickles, always. Oh, no. I, I No. No, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm not advocating for standardized tomatoes on burgers either. Listen, I think that pickles should be on everything. Oh, so you're one of those. I'm one of those. Yeah, you just like go to the fridge and get the jar and eat it with your hand, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I love pickles. You're so I could, gross. I could eat a pickle right out of a jar. You could, huh? Yeah, for you sure. Know, I, I, I pickled onions yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, I don't know about that. Wait, yeah. but do you eat pickles? Regularly? Do I eat pickles? No, yeah. I hate pickles. But you'll pickle an onion? Yeah. That's for, weird. What? For tacos. Oh, okay. It's delicious. Red onion, and you uh, you pickle them, and then when you pull them out, they turn pink. So they're pink. They come out, and they're beautiful. These beautiful little... Wait, does it taste like a pickle? No, it tastes like a, it tastes like a pickled onion. So it, it tastes like an onion, but it has that... Like a what? That vinegar flavor to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's pickled. It's like pickled eggs. You ever had a pickled Ew. egg? Oh, gross. <laughs> right? I want to... No, never. No? Oh, you know, I... That's so disgusting. You know, a really good friend of mine yeah. has a jar of pickled eggs in his office. Oh, <laughs> that is so... I, I don't know have if, you, like, Have you ever had a pickled egg? No. No, more. And I never more. will. Have you ever had a pickled egg? I never will. Oh, we're so doing this. No, no, no. Yes, no, we no, are. No, I yes, can't. Yes, we are. I can't. I can't even think. Oh, God. Yes, we thought, are. Oh, pickled egg sounds so... So disgusting. Yeah, dude. yeah, dude. They're huge fans of pickled eggs out there. Like, I mean, huge fans of pickled eggs. What is it? Is it a um, like a hard it's a boiled hard egg? boiled egg yeah. in in pickling juice? But in, like, in how a, long does it sit there in for? A, in a wet jar, sometimes years. And it's still good to <laughs> eat after still, all that time. And it's still good. Yeah. But how though? I don't know. Magic. I don't know. Well, Fiona, have you ever had a pickled egg? Never. But Never. I sell them at my job, and they actually sell really well. And Told it's you. so gross. Yeah. Hold on. Why I do you have to say that? Juicy. Now Roz is gonna like try to get you to bring in pickled eggs. Yeah. I'll bring them. No problem. Will Fiona? you? <laughs> Damn it. Where are you from, Fiona? I'm from Mississauga. Okay. Can you come in one day and bring pickled eggs? I absolutely will. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Will you eat one? Oh no. Oh god no. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> All right, we'll put you on hold and get your information. Thank you. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Okay, so before we um, welcome back everybody. So Dammit Mori and Mocha um, have never had a pickled egg before. Never. And what other pickled stuff have you had, Mocha? I, uh, 
pickles. Like just pickles. So yeah. you've never had anything else that has been pickled. No, I, I eat pickled herring all the time at Nana's. Pickled herring. It's a very Jewish thing. Like it's a jar of fish. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> no, not it. <laughs> not it. <laughs> no, but you get it. You get it at funerals all the time. Really? Yeah. You send somebody off by eating f- jar fish? <laughs> don't yes. do that when I die, okay, guys? Yeah, don't. No okay, if I die, don't honor me by eating <laughs> fish out of a jar. Gotcha, I would really Dory. appreciate that. Okay, right. <laughs> if you could, please. Okay, so uh, before we went, um, you guys had got a good whiff of the uh, pickled egg jar. Yeah, it smells disgusting. I, I loved it. And Maury and Maury loved it. So no. I'm with you, Mocha. It smells disgusting. Yeah. So I'll take this off now. Okay. Take the lid off. And uh, do you have two spoons? One spoon. One spoon. What, are you going to share a spoon? Well, we're not licking the spoon. I'm going to take it with my hand off the spoon. No, I get to do it first. No. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So do you want to do you want to do it one at a time or do you yeah do you want to do it one at a time or do you want to eat them together? I don't know. It looks like brains in a jar. They're beautiful white though. Oh. Like, look at that. Okay, Mocha just put his nose in there again. Oh God. Okay. Okay, Mocha, go for it. We're gonna do it one at a time here. Okay. Okay. Okay, go for it. Get some juice on there. Oh. Okay, so Mocha's going in the jar with a spoon, and you got to put the whole thing in your mouth. The whole thing? Yeah, I think that's the only way to do it. You don't want to, what, do you want to bite it in half, and then have half the... I need this bag just in case. Okay. In case of what? Oh, okay. no. In case I throw okay. up or something. So right now, there's a wet egg on a tiny little spoon. Okay, Mocha put the spoon back in the jar. He's holding onto the egg now. Okay. So go for it. So this is the pickled egg, Mocha. drip. People love these. Oh, I don't want to do this. People love these. <sighs> I, honestly, I don't. <laughs> try it. Just try it. Okay, the whole thing. Down the hatch. Oh. <laughs> Stop smelling it. If you sm- if you keep smelling it, you're not going to want to put it in your mouth. That's what she Stop said. it. Okay, ready? Yeah, go. One, two, two three. three. Down the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. For real now. One, two, one, two three, real. down the hatch. Okay. Yeah. One, two, three. Go. Okay, oh. he's eating it. <laughs> he's eating it. How is it? Describe it. Oh my god! <laughs> What's it? Doesn't it just taste like an egg, or is it so? What is it? I can't eat this. No, you're almost done, though. <laughs> okay. It looks like you're keeping the majority of it on the wrong side <gasps> of your teeth. You got to start putting some in your mouth. You're keeping it locked between your teeth and your lips right now. You actually have to put it in your mouth and start swallowing. <gasps> this is not going well for you. I had no idea. I assumed it would just taste like egg. No, I don't no? like it. You don't like it? No. Have you swallowed any of it? Yeah, I don't like it though. Are you going to swallow the rest? No, just no, swallow you're the not. rest. You're just not going to swallow the rest. The rest. No. I can't. No? I can't. Okay, can't. I can't watch you spit it out when well, I'm about so, to eat it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maury, now go into the bag. Ew! No! <laughs> oh, okay, Mocha, before you do that, Maury, Mocha, one final thought on your... Uh, That's disgusting. It's disgusting. Oh, that is so gross. Okay. I thought it would just taste like egg. Okay, oh. Maury, down the hatch. Oh, it's very vinegary. It's what? Very vinegary. Excuse me, what? Mm-hmm. Very vinegary. Yeah. Is it good? Are you enjoying it? No. No. I thought I would. No. It's so strong. Yeah, it's gross, right? <laughs> Do you want the bag? I want the bag. <laughs> Quickly give me the bag. No, no. Oh, you spit it back in the jar? Ew. You're disgusting, dude. You wouldn't give me the bag. <laughs> That is gross. You are gross. I really wanted to love it. Oh, so that's a God. Pic- that's a pickled egg. 
It's on my teeth. Right. Oh. Also, guys, if I do die, uh, no, no uh, egg jars as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gross. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You like sweating, huh? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Just damp everywhere. I don't know. That's kind of gross. Yeah. Like, I don't mind sweat, but oh. I couldn't be sweaty like all the time. Yeah. I now sweat a lot down my back, which is new. That's new for you. Yeah, really? I never really? used to sweat down the back. Now I like I, there's tons of right down what, the did middle. You just, did you only just sweat on the front? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to, like you should probably the... see a doctor about that. <laughs> right? Yeah, like if you only sweat out the front, that's weird. You should be sweating equally everywhere. everywhere. No, yeah. But now I only sweat out the back. Now you only, only sweat the back? Out the like back. right down the middle. You could feel it dripping down my middle of my back. What have you been doing to the front that you only sweat out the back? Now? I guess it's out. Have you like sealed it up somehow? It ran out. Like are you? Like you ran of... out of front sweat? <laughs> no, you didn't run out of sweat. <laughs> I'm worried that you've clogged yourself up with some <laughs> sort of magic potion that you bought. What? Yeah, somebody who grease. said that it was going to help you Frolic lose weight. Shoves out the back. Yeah. 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 Like, so gross. Yeah. Yeah. So, wait. Like, so I like, need to know if this is actually sweat and not like discharge. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I need to know that this isn't infection. Are you sure it's oh, sweat? Oh, that's so gross. Well, how are we going to check? And that it's not infection? No, I, I'm pretty sure it's sweat because it only happens when I'm outside. Okay. True that. Fair or enough. When I but walk. do you sweat from or like. When you walk, right? Is, it, is okay. it from like the back of your neck that it drips down or it like. It just comes out halfway down my back and then drips down. <laughs> <laughs> like from one spot fun. like a faucet <laughs> it's not normal bro <laughs> and you can feel man, it so, okay so you, you, you're not so much sweating as you have a leak <laughs> yeah when I'm outside oh, no, right he's from a leak <laughs> oh. <laughs> could you imagine okay let me ask you this question if you oh, had to no. okay if all your sweat came out of one spot and okay. it did and it did spray like a like a tiny little hose and we all had to have one place where it dripped out of. Yeah. Okay. Where would your sweat hose be? Where would you pick? And if it was uh, like, okay, let's say it was all different places on all different people. And, okay. you, and you knew a guy where it was like right between his eyes and yeah. it was very unfortunate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you're like, limit, like you're you, it would, it would be one of those things where you're like, oh God, thank God my sweat hole wasn't there when I was yeah. born. Like my, I got, I got one of those great sweat holes that I can easily conceal. Um, where would you hope that your sweat hole would be like your sweat faucet would be maybe if you, like if you had to pick somewhere on my head because on your I, head because I always wear a hat so I I would think that it's easier to conceal with a hat see but I then disagree. you'd have to stuff paper towel up in the hat to soak it up otherwise it's gonna okay be, okay okay it's gonna soak the inside right. of the hat and start yeah, dripping down like your oh, face how about start dripping the, down your face what if it was from like my heel and they have wet feet have one wet foot all day my knee. Yeah, I guess the knee wouldn't be too bad because you can easily conceal that. You can gauze it up and like put a bandage and whatever else around it. I guess. I guess. Yeah, maybe the knee. Where would you? Where would your sweat would, hole be? My sweat hole would totally be. I was going to say my foot because then it'll just look like you walked in a puddle, right? But and on a nobody super looks dry down. day. No, but nobody looks down at your feet, so it could, it could drizzle out your you know, your shoes. Yeah, right. But think about if you're... Although, then you're going to get that constant squishing sound. Right, and I was just going to say this. Like, let's just say you're somewhere where you're not wearing shoes. Oh, yeah, gross. Right? Oh, that is so gross. <laughs> oh, my God. What, and like dance class? No, like for you're the sitting there, or like goodbye flip-flops, I guess, right? You're out on a patio, flip-flop, your sweat holes on your foot, and it's suddenly spraying mm, okay. everybody under the table. Yeah. So, so what about... <laughs> 
is so gross. So can I change it? That is so Yeah, okay. So so if you're just joining us right now, if you had to, if let's just say instead of sweating out of our pores, if sweat came out of one specific part on your body that you couldn't choose, but it was different on every person, like you would know a guy and you grew up with a guy where it was on the tip of his nose and it was really unfortunate because it always ruined lunch. Yeah. Um, if you had to pick, where would be Ugh. the place where you would want then your I'm, valve? I'm going to say my nostrils because then it could just your be nostrils. But then you can use a Kleenex like if it's, if, as if it was a runny nose. I know, but you also have to kiss people. Oh. Yeah, but you're not sweating 24 seven out of your out of your yeah, socket. Yeah, but hopefully there's parts in your life where sweating isn't necessarily just from heat, but because of a good time. Know what I'm saying? Oh, then you're going to be dripping all over the person. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. We're done, guys. Honestly. <laughs> This is the Ros and Mocha Show podcast. I'm going to put this on the podcast. <laughs> what, me doing Maury's laugh? Yeah. All right, come here. Come here, Maury. Come here. Come here. Get in here. Come here. Here's another podcast extra. <laughs> okay. It just, and it's just happening. We're recording something right now. <laughs> oh, my God. See, that I can't do. I still don't have your wheeze down. Try it. Wee. Oh my god. Wait, who was that just now? Was that you, Ross? It hurts so bad. Or was that Maury? No, wait, okay. Okay, wait. I'm gonna try it, Maury. Don't wheeze, okay? <laughs> oh, man, that hurt. <laughs> Look at your face. <laughs> oh, Look at Are you gonna be okay, bro? <laughs> I know, Maury, if you're going to die of natural causes, do it on the actual radio show, oh not on the podcast. Okay? okay. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Maury. Can we please now talk about Option Plus with Air Transat? Yes, because I've done Option Plus, and I've also flown Club Class, but Option Plus is really one of those things. When you look at the 60 destinations to choose from between down south, Europe, Canada, all over the U.S., Option Plus gets you far more privileges. We're talking standard C selection. Sorry. I didn't do it. We're talking standard seat selection, priority check-in, uh, at a dedicated counter, priority boarding, and priority baggage handling. Plus, on top of that, additional piece of luggage to bring all the comforts of home. Yep. Even if you cough like damn it more and you need some extra medicine, you can bring that along with you as well. Uh, plus special perks for optimal onboard comfort. We're talking earbuds, a beverage, goodies to eat. Enhance your Air Transat flight with Option Plus. You can get all the details at airtransat.com. All right, all right. Let's, you want to take a phone call? Yeah, all sure. Right. Hi, Rosamoka, who's this? Hi, it's Carly. Carly, what's going on? Good. Today is my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. How old? Um, I'm 27. Happy 27th birthday. <laughs> Thank you. So what would you like from us for your birthday? Um, so I love when you guys play games. It just makes my day. Oh. Um, I would love to hear five and seven or pinch. That'd be wonderful. Okay, okay. now. Birthday choice. You get to choose right now. Okay. Um, I'll pick pinched. You want, you want us to play Pinched? Yes, please. Okay. Holy. A Waz and Mocha original game, Pinched. So let us get the uh, the clothes pegs. Let us get everything kind of set up. And we're going to play a song. When we come back, just for you, Carly, for your 27th birthday, uh, we're going to play Pinched, okay? Thank you very much. All, All right, right, girl. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
So I love when we get requests to play games. And most people, I would say, when they call in to request a game, they call in pinched. Yeah. That's what they wanted. That's what they want to hear. Uh, and that's what we just had. So as promised, uh, this is pinched. Very simple trivia based game. Mori versus Mocha. In front of them is a pile of wooden clothes pegs. You get a question wrong, you get pinched. Your opponent gets to put a clothes peg on any part of your body that they see fit. Uh, gentlemen, are you ready? Yeah. New game alert. New game alert. Okay. This is pinched. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, two categories. As we had said, the game is pinched. Uh, Mocha, can we hear your buzzer, please? More yours. Again, one time Mocha. Maury. Okay. Uh, gentlemen, your categories today are under the sea. These are all okay. words that start with B. B? Yes. Okay. Under the sea, Maury. These are all words that start with B. Under, yeah. the, under the letter C, Maury. Yeah. Okay. These are all words that start with <laughs> I'm so B. Confused. Are you confused? <laughs> Very. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. And uh, the category number two is what are those? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mocha, I will let you pick the category today. Okay. Let's go with uh, what are those? All right. Question one, gentlemen. Even if they called them gators, they'd still be ugly. Mocha. Crocs. Yes, sir. Damn boy, open your mouth. <laughs> okay, so Mocha's going in with the uh, clothes peg now right on the inside of his mouth, like pinching. Maury's mouth is wide open. He's just pinched it right on the corner of his lip. Ah, oh, that right was... Right at the seam. <laughs> at the seam? <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> That's so gross. All right, moving on to the category of what are those? <laughs> uh, red bottoms, and I ain't talking about Maury on a Saturday. Uh, damn boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, before you answer, repeat that, because that was very funny. Uh, red bottoms, and I ain't talking about Maury on a Saturday. <laughs> Christian uh, Louiton. Yes, Maury. Okay. I will even take the mispronunciation due to the fact that you have a clothes peg in your mouth. Okay. Okay, okay here we uh, go. So Maury's now... Open uh, your taking, nose. Open your nose. How open. does somebody do that? <laughs> oh, that'd be weird. It'd be like Predator if you could ah, do that. Jesus! <laughs> oh, that looks like that <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, right in the scene. Uh, moving on to the category of uh, what are those? AKA all day I dream about sex. Maury. Adidas. Yes, sir. Okay. okay. Eyebrow. Eyebrow. Ow, 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 going, ow, ow. Oh, oh, see. Oh, what ends up happening with the, with the eyebrow? Is that Maury? Oh, oh. <laughs> I felt the, I felt so much heat. <laughs> right. And Mocha has a beard, too. So oftentimes when oh, God. pinching him. It gets caught in the hair as well. That looks super painful. Oh, God, my eyes are watering. Uh, final category. And uh, what are those? Swoosh. Uh, Mocha. Nike. Yes. <sighs> oh, God, guys, my nose hurts. Those like, were all uh, shoe questions, by the way. Oh, man. Okay. Mocha, I can't like, see out of one eye. Maury's taking mouth pain like a champion. Oh, I know. Right? I don't, I don't even want to know. He, no, he's unfazed by it. <laughs> I don't know what's doing okay. in there. You Let's can handle here. so much pain in that mouth. Oh, he's going for the boob. Why do you keep squeezing my we boob? Haven't, we haven't God. seen that. Why are you slapping my boob? Uh, I saw this on a Vice documentary one time. Oh, oh no, you can't. Oh, oh, it's there. It's there. It's right there. It's right there. You, you did it. You went there. Okay. 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 Off to the, oh, it broke. Okay. Off to the category of under the sea. These are all words, Maury, that start with the letter B. The only way to enter a pool when you're looking to make a splash. 
Maury. Bored. Incorrect. Mocha. Oh. <laughs> uh, belly flop. Correct. Oh, like I was in diving board. Oh. Okay, the game is pinched, by the way. Uh, it's trivia. Oh. Maury versus okay, Mocha. Good. And if you get a question wrong, you get a wooden clothes peg put somewhere on your body. Mocha's having a real hard time with this so far. Oh, oh no. The skin is stuck on the metal. Oh no. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Right. So the clothes peg just snapped, right? It yeah. broke. But the metal part is the now pinching you. The actual spring. I think I might pass out. Okay. Guys. <laughs> Mocha's face is caught in a metal spring right now. Oh God. Be careful. We don't have medical staff in here to look after this. <laughs> oh no. Ah! Let's just continue the game. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh Oh, and I'll, I'll go to the bathroom after. Do you know how much paperwork we'd have to fill out if you hurt yourself? Okay. Shut up, man. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, the, the category to remind people, oh, God, I might be sick, uh, is under the sea. These oh. are all words that start with B. Uh, fill in the blanks. Always a blank, never a blank. Fill in the blanks, gentlemen. Always a <laughs> Maury. Always a never a No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, know. There's, a, there's another you said saying. B. There's yeah, B. There's another saying that you would fill in the blanks for. Always a B, never a B. Uh, not the B word you were thinking of. More wholesome, Maury. Oh. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, in the category of uh, under the sea, all words that start with B, this is a, uh, there's an audio clue to this one, gentlemen. Oh, wow. okay. okay, if you would, if you would allow me here. Yeah. Uh, Mocha. Beatboxing. Correct, Amundo. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Mocha is now uh, going to put oh. a clothes peg on Maury. Oh, oh, he's going right for that. Oh, no, you know the you thin can't. skin on the front of your neck, right on your throat, is where he's going. Just oh. that thin skin right there. It's tight. It's tight. It's tight. Your neck is pretty greasy. <laughs> I don't if know what thing, you got if, under the I can't laugh. Maury, if that thing shoots off your greasy neck and hits me, I'm going to be very upset. Okay, final laugh. final question. Final okay. question, gentlemen. Little prick of this tightens you right up. Mostly in the face. Maury. Botox. Correct. Oh, snap. Guess oh, what? Oh, no. We're tied. You're tied. How can you be tied? Oh, because. That's a first. Oh, no. Oh, oh gonna... God. Oh, oh. God, Maury's dude. going right for the next ah! but You did it aggressively. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Okay. We need a tie breaker. Yeah. Okay. Hold on here. Let me give me. Hold on. <sighs> Maury, pick a number between one and two. <laughs> two. Incorrect. I wrote one. Mocha wins. <laughs> Congratulations, Mocha, on another hard fought victory. <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Every now and then on social media, you stumble across an argument between two people who are arguing about something that neither one of them know anything about. Oh, God, it happens all the time. And that happens all the time. And you see it all the time on social. Very rarely do you get to experience one of those arguments in real life because it's very different in real life when you actually hear two people arguing over something that neither one of them have any idea about what they're talking about. Okay. So this is a conversation that uh, was recorded between um, Maury, of course, and, <laughs> and his husband, who everybody loves. 
uh, Damn It Matthew. So it's oh, Damn It Maury and Damn It Matthew. I'll play you the beginning of the conversation so you can get a little test. Okay, so here's the beginning of the conversation. I have a question for you. No. We were at the beach the other day and it dawned on me. Did it dawn on it you? It dawned on me. Is there no lake that touches the ocean? Oh, God. Why do we care? Do you think? Lakes touch oceans, kind of, sometimes. Which lakes touch oceans? No, a lake goes into a river that goes into an ocean, or the vice versa. The ocean goes into the river that goes into the lake. Then what happens to the salt? <laughs> the salt is only in the Atlantic. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Everything about that explanation is completely wrong. Okay, so you see where this is going. Uh-huh. Now, this went on for a long time, so I had to take it and condense point, counterpoint, argument, point, counterpoint, argument between Maury and Matthew arguing about uh, do lakes touch oceans? Are oceans salt water? What happens to the salt? Do oceans oh dump God. into lakes? So neither one of them have any idea what they're talking about, but it turned into a very heated discussion. Here's the condensed version of that conversation. Is there no lake that touches the ocean? Oh, God. Lakes touch oceans. Kind of. Sometimes. Which lakes touch oceans? No, a lake goes into a river that goes into an ocean or the vice versa. The ocean goes into the river that goes into the lake. Then what happens to the salt? The salt is only in the Atlantic. There's no Pacific salt? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't been to the Pacific Ocean. But if there's a river and then into a lake, how does there no salt in the lake i don't know these things maybe they're not always connected so can you not if you travel in a lake you get in a boat you can't then get to a place that's touching an ocean the great lakes they're not attached to oceans are those the only lakes no there's lake como there's you know all kinds of lakes <laughs> no and the rivers and the streams are not from they don't connect the oceans and the lakes i think sometimes they do because where do they come from again then what happens to the salt not all of them have salt how can an ocean not have salt? Not every ocean has salt, I don't think. Of I, think they do. I only know the Atlantic Ocean of being salty. And then it doesn't stream out. Maybe there's like the rocks filter it? It's a filtration process that happens naturally. How do they determine then what's a lake and what's an ocean? You're asking me the same question over and over again, and I've already answered it ten times. You answered nothing. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Hope you paid attention, kids. <laughs> right? Back to school is happening. You can skip the first week. The dammit's took care of everything for you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Tension, everybody. Okay. There's a new dating fad taking over. It's, it's not even, it's a philosophy, really. And if you're sick of Tinder and it's not working for you. Yeah. It's there's too many options for people. So nothing means anything now. Nobody has to work for anything. Hooking up has now become so easy, but that's where it begins and ends is just hooking up. And people are really sick of Tinder. And I'm reading this article and people have moved away from Tinder. The ones who it's just not for them. It's a new thing called slow dating. S L O W dating. Wow. Slow dating. And it's very successful. People have had, amazing results really from slow dating we got a text tinder kind of sucks hit me up with that slow dating yeah okay you want to take a call first yeah okay, okay. hi it's ron zamoga show oh my god i'm so excited this uh, just made my whole life okay what's your name 
Kate. Kate. Okay, so so you're the first call that we took. I will explain to you, Mocha, and everybody else exactly what this new thing called slow dating is. Okay. 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 And again, are you sick of Tinder? Um, yeah, I have no luck with Tinder. I downloaded Bumble and it lasted like 48 hours before I kind of left it in the uh, sideline. Okay. So, so Kate, you're yeah, single. Yeah, I'm all ears. Be, right prepared, to, be right. prepared to be blown away. Okay. okay. According okay, to a report, according to a report in the Wall Street Journal, younger sing, younger single people are getting tired of Tinder and other dating apps. They're overwhelming. They meet too many people. There's too much ghosting and they feel like it's a job. Quote, so instead, they've created something called slow dating. Slow dating. What slow dating is, are you ready for this? Yeah. Is where you meet someone in person, maybe at an event or through a friend or maybe at a bar and then you go on a date with them. Okay. Wait, so, so like just dating? dating? Yes! Regular dating. And they're marketing this as a new thing called slow dating. It's just called dating. It's just called meeting someone and dating. Yeah, regular dating. So, regular so essentially, dating. Essentially, all hope is still lost then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Yes, Fabian, what's going on, dude? How are you guys? Good, how are you? Tired, man. That was a luxury party yesterday. It was crazy. You had fun? Oh, off the chain, man. Yeah? Crazy. Nice. Yeah, man. It was a good way to start mine and my wife's 10-year anniversary. Nice. Oh, wow. There you go. 10 years. Congratulations. Congratulations, brother. Yeah. 10 years. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 10 years going strong and 10 more to go, if not longer. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only, you know I mean? only so, give me a, ten, a minimum of ten more. Uh, you know, I don't know about life expectancy. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, there's a there's a, there's there's nothing wrong with setting a goal of twenty years, man. Like that's a real long term goal. Yeah. I, I I applaud yeah. the the hey man, if we can make it to twenty, we're good. Yeah, exactly right. The way I thought of it first, if we can make it to ten, we're good. Now we made it to ten, so we could do another ten, right? Um, so <laughs> tomorrow uh, is Roz and I are celebrating our nine year anniversary. I know. That's why I, it's a big thing. I know today's mine and tomorrow's your guys's. And yeah. uh, and tomorrow's also my parents. They're, I think it's 43. Oof. Oh, man. 43 or 44 years. Yeah. And for me and Catherine tomorrow, it's also our G13, maybe? Oh, my maybe, goodness. Maybe 13? I thought it was like eleven. No, yeah, I was gonna say no, more. Because uh, been, no more. <laughs> no, because because I've been with Catherine since I started on ET. Oh, okay. Uh, so then it I met is... her that I met her that year. Oh, that year? No, like that. I met her before I started my first day at ET Canada. Yeah. Okay, so that is. I know exactly when that is. Uh, that is then. You started. So it's fourteen years. Fourteen years. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Wow. wow. You're nice welcome, you by guys. the way. That's bonkers. <laughs> That's bonkers. You're welcome, by yeah, the way. Yeah, thank you. Jeez. <laughs> oh, it's so crazy. What time should I come over for yeah, dinner tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. No, when I, uh, when I met her, she was, I think, 20. Yeah. I think 20. Oh, damn. Boy. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. Wow. Right? I was like 30. Whoa! <laughs> I think six months. Be- I think six months before I met Catherine, she was a teenager. No, oh, sorry, oh. sorry. I think three months before I met Catherine, she was a teenager. AJ, <laughs> <laughs> hey, not the butter number, man. Uh, hey, Fabian, happy anniversary, brother. Always amazing hey, talking to you. Same to you guys, and if I don't talk to you tomorrow, happy anniversary and nine years going strong, plus another ten more for you guys too. Don't worry. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see this story about the woman who dumped her boyfriend after a complete stranger found out that he was cheating? Wait. 
Yeah. A girl broke up with her boyfriend yes. because a stranger found out that the boyfriend was cheating? Yes. How's so this is this crazy. Happened? So a woman named Alexis down in Waco, Texas yeah. was getting Alexis bre- from Texas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Texas yeah. Alexis. Alexis yeah. Texas. Uh, a woman named Alexis from Texas. This <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so big. Uh, so uh, she was getting breakfast. Okay. okay. Alexis from Texas was yeah. getting breakfast. This is not a real story, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry to think that it's not now. So, uh, so Alexis from Texas was getting breakfast. Uh-huh. On Saturday morning, when she overheard a conversation that she then tweeted about, and what she said was, Dear Hannah, the new nursing student in Dallas, I heard your boyfriend at the taco stand this morning talking about how many times he's cheated on you since he's been back at Baylor University. He's trash. Dump him. And then people started retweeting Alexis. It went viral. And by the next afternoon, it made its way to Hannah. And then she tweeted, I dumped him just to update everyone. What? So Alexis from Texas was eating breakfast, right? And overheard Hannah's boyfriend, yes, talking about how many times he's cheated on Hannah, right? Told the story on Twitter, yes, and eventually, with all the retweets, it made its way to Hannah, right? And then she wound up dumping him. The power of Twitter, huh? Right, but is that not an invasion, though? I'm torn on this. I'm really, really torn on this. There's a part of me that's just like, mind your own business. But then there's a part of me that you would maybe want to know. But I don't know if you want to know this way. Like through Twitter? Yeah. We have like thousands of retweets? Yeah, I don't don't know. Because we've seen these stories before where somebody's looked over somebody's shoulder. Like two people are at a concert and then the, the, the girl gets up and goes to the bathroom and the guy starts tweeting his booty call. And somebody behind them yeah sees. I don't know. There's a there's a privacy thing. There's I've, there's a privacy but issue with this. Wouldn't you feel bad for the person who's being cheated on? I understand that there's a, there's a privacy issue, but I'm just putting myself in the shoes of the the poor person who's being cheated on. I, I'd love to find out anyway. No, I have no feelings because it's none of my business. No, but if you were the one being cheated on, sure, it's a terrible you want feeling. To find out, to be, yes, of course. But I don't know if this is the right way to do it. I don't know if this sort of policing is the, where we should be going. I know this sounds her, like I know this sounds like a great success and a wonderful story. I just don't know if this is where we should all be going. It's very North Korea to me. Yeah, but if not for her, then poor Hannah may no, not have ever found out. I don't out. know but Hannah, I, I, but I, I don't know her. So I understand both sides. And I understand what you're saying, Roz, because it's now, not only is it not Alexis from Texas eating breakfast business, Yes, it became her business when she tweeted it out, and yep. then it became everybody else's business yep. before it got to Hannah. Yep. And Look, I don't know how I would feel if I were Hannah. Sure, she broke up with the dude because yep. she found out. But I would also feel kind of like tried, almost embarrassed. I don't know if embarrassed is yeah. the right word, knowing that these thousands and thousands of people who I don't know sure. know my backstory on this relationship and that my man was cheating. Let's, no, let's no. change the context. Let's change the context, okay? Uh, I'm out and I see two people at a restaurant having dinner together. And they're railing against their days. And one person is completely going off on their boss. Boss name's Jim. Jim works for Nissan. Okay. 
And they're going off, saying he's an idiot, doesn't deserve the job, can't wait to uh, him for, to be fired, and you take over the whole operation. And then I tweet, hey, Jim from Nissan and wherever it is, one of your employees named whatever, because I overheard your name, thinks you're an idiot and is lobbying to take your job. Is that okay? Nah, because I ain't any of your business. None of your business. None of this is none of your no. business. But I think one it's has more none. feelings. No, no Alexis, it doesn't. But you'd leave that restaurant yes. going, oh my God, I feel so nope. bad for Hannah. No. Nope. Should I have sure. done something? The I feel bad for people one, who whatever. get cheated, but I don't need to get involved because it's none of my but business. it's going to hang over you forever. It does not hang over no. me forever. I completely forget about things like but that. But I, I also think I don't not need to only, be a hero, more. You need to be a hero. Not you only, need to be the one who tweets that to be a hero. Not only do I think that it's none of... Alexis's business. Yes. But all the people that retweeted. Thank you. None your right? business. That's a lot of people, yeah. man. A yeah. lot of people who know that backstory yeah. before it got to Hannah. Yeah. We don't mind our own business anymore. Everybody's business is all your business. Mind your business. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So on the phone with us right now is Hannah. And please, you got to listen carefully here because this story is about to take a huge turn. What's going on, Hannah? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. good. You just living that single life now? <laughs> so, I've been living it for a while, actually. Okay, so Hannah, what happened? Well, so some of my friends, they retweeted this viral tweet from Alexis, um, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, that's funny. Like, my name's Hannah. I live in Dallas. I'm not a nursing student. I don't have a boyfriend at Baylor, but I'll just respond to be funny, thinking the only two likes I'll get are my mom and dad because they like everything. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Um, and what happened? And it blew up. And I I actually like put my phone on the charger, and I'm not going to lie, I was pretty hungover on Sunday, so I went to sleep. And uh, I woke up, and my phone was just like off the hook. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is crazy like i did not expect this to happen so how how many tweets um, and likes and retweets did your tweet get um i think it i know the likes it has like 504k likes right now yeah thousand five hundred four thousand five hundred four thousand and hannah just to be clear yeah. here you are not the hannah with the boyfriend at college who was cheating on her <laughs> no i'm not you're not the real Hannah. She's, I mean, you are a Hannah, but not the Hannah. I am a Hannah in Dallas um, that jumped on the tweet, but I am not uh, the Hannah with the boyfriend. Hannah, the Hannah, Hannah. Right? Half a million retweets, and you're not even the Hannah. She's not the I Hannah. A Hannah. It's like, people have, like, looked me up on LinkedIn. They've, like, screenshotted my, I played softball in college, screenshotted my softball profile. Like, it's been that, like, people are finding stuff out on Google that I didn't even know about myself. I'm wow. like, holy cow. Now, have you told anybody about this, or is this the first time? Um, This is the first time publicly on a radio station. You're the first, I've had a lot of Good Morning America called me and asked me to come on and I was like, look, like, the story isn't that cool. And they're like, no, it's epic. I'm like, it's really not. But this is the first time publicly so I have You turned down it. Good Morning okay. America. Oh, uh, well, they asked me to call them, but I don't know if I will. Yeah. I don't want to, like, get, like... People hating on me. So, I'm like a really nice person. So I promise. It's just like <laughs> something happened that and it went viral. 
So there is still a woman named Hannah in Texas. Uh, or Maybe. And last, my mom has a feeling Alexis made up her tweet. Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh. Alexis from Texas who's getting breakfast? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I listened to that yesterday, and my mom was dying laughing about it. Wow. She's like, I was never our radio station. So, yeah. uh, so there we go. So the story of Alexis in Texas who's getting breakfast, who her overheard a conversation of a guy talking about cheating on his girlfriend, and then this woman, Alexis, tweeted, Dear Hannah, the nursing student in Dallas, I heard your boyfriend at the taco stand this morning talking about how many times he's cheated on you since he's been back at Baylor. He's trash. Dump him. You saw this. Your name is Hannah. You sort of live in the same area. And then you tweeted, I dumped him just to update everyone. That went viral with like 500,000 likes. But you are not, in fact, that Hannah. I am not that Hannah. Oh, girl. (laughs) Why you got to play the internet? like that. <laughs> wow, amazing. I mean, it just goes to show people believe anything they'll read on the internet. That's true. Now and, uh, we, we got to find Alexis. Yeah, right? She's somewhere in Texas eating <laughs> breakfast right now. I know that. Uh, Hannah, thanks very much for making time for us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Yeah, no problem. All Take right. care. Have a great day. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Um, when it comes to the little things in day-to-day life, the annoying little things in day-to-day life. Why are you looking at Maury? <laughs> The most annoying little thing in my day to day life. <laughs> Why do you think that's so funny? Oh no, here we go. I do like the wheeze though. <clears throat> you're not well, Maury. Yeah, I, I honestly really think not. you need to see a doctor. When was the last time you went to the doctor? Like, which kind? I have many doctors in my life. No, 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 no like want? just a regular <laughs> dog. When I say doctor, like a doctor that you would go to if you're sick. Oh, it's been a while, but I have shin splints and a cough. Yeah. (laughs) No, but you've had... What a catch. Yeah, I know. Matthew is such a lucky guy. What a lucky guy. Uh, But you've had shin splints and that cough since, I think, like 2011. Well, at least it's consistent. Why do you have shin splints? Oh, uh, because I run on a treadmill, and I oh. guess I should. You are the only person I've ever seen in my life that has worked out every single day for two years with no gains. <laughs> yeah, you know who you are. I'm getting worse. You're getting you know worse. who you are. You're DJ Khaled. If you scroll Khaled's Instagram, there's always going to be a comment about how he's teamed up with Weight Watchers for like two years, yeah. and man has not lost a single pound of weight. Yeah, your hashtag no gain Maury. No gain Maury. <laughs> right. <laughs> So you gave yourself you gave yourself shin splints is the only thing you've got from working out this year. Yeah, lucky me. Lucky you. Uh, so they say the little things, the day-to-day little things that are the most annoying. They've put together a list. Uh, my number one thing is actually not even on this list. So some of the things that didn't make the list, your phone battery dying, that's an annoying little thing. Uh, pointless meetings, people misusing there, there, and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, construction outside your window. These all did not make the list, but I'll, I'll run down this list here. Oh, like they, there, and they are. Okay. Um, <laughs> a- ATM fees. It's an annoying little thing. Yeah. Can't piss you off, right? um, washing your clothes and realizing you have a Kleenex in your pocket. Oh my God. It just that? gets everywhere. Dude. I, it happens all the time, and I'm the one guilty of always leaving Kleenex in my pocket before it gets tossed into the laundry. Uh, drivers who don't follow the rules. Yeah. Yes! I hate that! Um, lateness. Yep. People who eat loudly or are messy. All of these are you, Maury. I was just going to say slurping yeah. would be on mine. Uh, spilling on your clothes. Oh, Somebody, God. I guess, who accidentally spills on your clothes. Uh, people who think the rules don't apply to them. Oh, a thousand percent. That's Maury. <laughs> uh, someone not saying please or thank you. Yep, Maury. Or I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I added that. 
Two thousand percent more. Uh, people cutting in line. Yeah, and uh, people not listening to you is number one. Oh my god, <laughs> this list should just be called Maury. And what's not on there that you would add? My number one, and I think that there actually should be a ticket for this. I think there should be a bylaw, and it should be a ticketable offense when you are walking behind somebody and you're about to walk into a building or out of a building, and the person in front of you is able-bodied, and they stop and they hit the button. Yes, and you stand there and they wait for the door to slowly open. It's at, it's at that point where I reach my hand over their shoulder and push it yeah. <laughs> in a very rude way and go like this in their ear. <laughs> <laughs> you lazy ass SOB. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. What percentage of people do you think that they, when they polled, said that they feel they are underpaid, paid mm-hmm. fairly, or overpaid? I would say underpaid is going to be a super high number mm-hmm. because everybody feels that they're being underpaid for the job that they're doing, whatever that job may be. Right. So I'm going to say the underpaid percentage is going to be somewhere in the 70s. Okay, and then people 70. who said they're paid fairly? Oh. Rough numbers, rough numbers. 10%? Let me ask you this. How many people said how many people said that they feel that they were overpaid? 2%. 2%. Yeah. 2% of people. I'm going to say 0%. Zero. Why? Because you would never admit to that? Exactly. Or you the don't minute think you that, say you're overpaid, your boss is going to be like, cool, give well, us some cash but, back. But what if it is a, what if it's an anonymous thing? Like you're not, you're saying, you're, you're telling this to a pollster. You're not telling this to your boss. Nobody would say that they're overpaid. You don't even want those words to ever come out of your mouth. Hell no. No, okay. <laughs> Hey, just in case. Oh my God, I'm just so overpaid. Maury, Maury has, one of, the, Maury has one of those Siri or Alexa things in his house, and you know it's recording everything. So yeah, like, totally. you can't even say those words. No, I, I'm never. overpaid. Not even right? mouth it. Not even, don't even think <laughs> don't it. Don't even think it. Uh, but according to the survey, 5% of people said that they thought that they were overpaid. Yeah. 5%. It's That's, more than what you thought. Yeah, way more than what I thought. Oh, yeah. Wait, it's such a thing. Well, I'm sure there are people that think that they're uh, that's kind of coasting. Yeah. Like I, sh- I should not be getting paid to do this. Yeah, job. and 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 I and I don't think that it's somebody who is necessarily hired for a job that then they start to feel that they're overpaid for. I think that the these sort of numbers may come from people who have been within companies for a while. Mm-hmm. Jobs have changed. Direct, directives have changed within a company. Your duties have changed. And then you may be at a place where you were not a couple of years ago and therefore maybe feeling like, oh, the last couple of years of yeah. really being overpaid here, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like it may be one of those situations. But I'm surprised that people would actually admit that. I know, me too. It's a hard thing to admit. Very. It's a really hard thing to admit yeah. but also imagine how great you feel every day being one of those five percent oh where you can yeah. admit it and yeah. you walk into work every day yeah what's up yeah you walk in oh. just lounging yeah you're the best employee <laughs> you feel so comfortable yeah yeah, yeah. what were the other percentages uh, so 46 percent of people thought that they were underpaid 49 percent of people said that they're paid fairly wow the, the, the most That's like way higher than what yeah, i thought most people thought that they were paid fairly uh-huh. when's the last time more that you thought that you were paid fairly um, I think when I worked at a movie theater. Right. So you wow. still, to this day, right now, feel that you're what? Underpaid? Always. Always. Dang. <laughs> if I can't afford gas and bread in one paycheck, there's a problem. <laughs> uh, here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, a company called Right Pet just finished an eight-year survey of more than 16,792 people from 113 countries. 
That's a big study. Sure. And it all had to do with what pet kids want the most. Oh, my God. How many people again? It was an eight-year survey of more than 16,000 people in 113 countries. I, without doing that study, I could tell you right now, the answer is dog. Okay. So kids between 10 and 17 years old reported that pet rats were the most satisfying pets. Get out of here. Good thing they did that study. I don't, I've That's never heard anybody say that wrong. they want a rat. Really? No. Uh, you don't know Why anybody that had a rat? rat? Yeah. Dirty and disgusting. <laughs> yeah, Matthew, Matthew's brothers <laughs> have snakes. Yeah. Most people have goldfish. Yeah. So it's not fish. It's not dog. It's not or dog. Cat? It's not cat. Snake? It's not gerbil. It's not bunny. It's not guinea pig. It's not snake. It's not turtle. It's rats. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> rats. And <laughs> dirty. We don't nope, feed Absolutely them. not. What do you feed a rat? Yeah. I don't know. Other rats? Other rats, I guess. I don't know what rats eat. Anything. The rats eat anything. The snakes, you feed them the rat. Right. Gross. Yeah. That, this is disgusting. Yeah. Y'all are gross. So, yeah. So, after an eight-year study wrapped up, did you have a pet as a kid in your house or no? No, never. You didn't, huh? Nope. I had a newt. A what? A newt. Which is What's what? A newt? What's a newt? It's a tiny like a little, little lizard thing. And then it, uh, we had it for a week and it went missing and my dad found it behind a lamp. Uh, dead dead oh yeah wow uh, I, that's all i've ever had as a pet was a newt so you just had a newt because we had a cat named pookie growing up <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah right and then we had dogs yeah and then no my parents we as much as i wanted one my parents were like absolutely not no huh? no my folks found like pets like disgusting when really? my dad was just a kid yeah it was yeah. seven brothers and sisters and all of them were allowed their own pet so there were seven animals in the house Jeez. what yeah, the, what everyone, did they have? Do you know? They, they had snakes, they had guinea pigs, they yeah. had dogs, they had everything. That to me sounds like something that like a real poor family who lives in like the uh, the Appalachians would do. You Nailed know what it. I mean? Like we don't have any money, but you can each get your own pet. Yeah. So go find one. That sounds like a very loud yeah. and smelly house. Yeah. yeah. Get the get the net and a stick yeah. and uh, go go <laughs> find you your, catch, that's what you get. <laughs> go find yourself a best friend. So what do you know what kind of pets they were? Like was there a limit? Like Well, I just remember my dad like they had guinea pigs, they had yeah. snakes, they had there was a ferret. Well, what pet did your dad Frank have? My dad had a my dad had a cat. He had a cat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, see yeah, when I love I mean I I'm so happy that we have a that we have cats or rocks. Um because they're just so great. Like, yeah. I love it. And same thing with dogs. Like, I just, I love a house that has a pet in it. Yeah. I really do. When I, I was single, I, I really had a cat, do. Marvin. Right. You only yeah. had one cat when you were single? Well, then another one came over, and so I adopted and, that. Then I had two. And who's so Marvin and Wait, 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 stop. What do you mean another one came over? Like, it showed <laughs> <laughs> Or, like, Marvin invited that cat. Yeah. It was like, hey. and Marvin and Sonic came over, so then there were right. Marvin and Sonic. Right. Marvin was in the, uh, the, 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 the single section of Craigslist. <laughs> Marvin found Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> Cat for cat. Cat for cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the and Mocha Show Podcast. There's something I didn't get to yesterday that I wanted to do. Just bear with me here for one second. Okay. Sorry. This better be good. Uh, it's not. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> Come on, brother. Uh, the question was, what's the last thing you look at before you go to sleep? Your significant other or your phone? What is the last thing you look at before you go to sleep? Yeah, your significant husband. other or your phone? Yeah, I'd be my wife. Kiss her goodnight and be like, see you tomorrow. 
Maury? No, it's not Matthew because I go to bed way earlier than him right. and I read. Um, he's, I don't see him at all because I'll be like, I'm going to read. And he's like, yeah, 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 bye. So what is the last thing you see before you go to sleep? My phone. Your phone. Yeah. And how long are you on your phone while you're in bed? Oh, uh, looking at pictures and stuff. I'd say about like an hour. <laughs> what you finally want to know which pictures. <laughs> yeah, no need to elaborate. Why don't you do that on the couch when you're with Matthew? That then too. Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. I imagine you guys just sit there on your phones all the time. Oh, there are times where we're watching a show that we both want to watch, and then he's on his phone, and I'll pause the thing, and he, it's not 10 minutes till he realizes that the show's paused. I'm like, well, you're not even watching. <laughs> How about you, Ross? Uh, I, I was, Catherine and I will always kiss before we go tonight, go to bed, go to sleep, because yeah. we, we go to bed at the same time. And so we will always, even if Roxy's in the bed with us, we'll just like lean over her and just kiss yeah. goodnight. So Catherine is the last thing I see before I go to bed. But according to a new survey, uh, 25% of people say that it's their phone, which is not a huge number, 25%. Now, when you start to break this down, um, the survey also found that 93% of people sleep with their phone within arm's reach. 93% of people. Yeah, that's me. I'm in that 93%. Including, this is the shocker here, because to me, this is a large number of people who do this. Okay. 10% of people who sleep with their phone under their pillow. You know who those people are? People with secrets. Thank you. No, Secret I've, keepers. Yeah. I've started putting my phone in the kitchen. Um, cause my doctor says I shouldn't have my phone in the same room where I'm sleeping or I'm not going to get a good sleep. Head doctor or body doctor? A head doctor. Head doctor. Um, so I've put it in the kitchen. Wait, so you put it in the kitchen? Like I get out of bed, like I'll look at the phone in bed, then I'll get out of bed, put it in the kitchen, then it's not a far distance. Is that also because you have secrets? I can't believe that you're <laughs> trusting enough to leave your phone in the kitchen you with Matthew my in the thumb living room. It. Right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. Has, do, you, do you think that there's a chance that Matthew has taken your phone into the room while you're sleeping and tried to use your thumb to open your own Probably. phone? <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he's always mad at you. Right? <laughs> but yeah, 10% of people sleep with their phone under their pillow. Yeah, those are people with secrets. Like you have to have some deep, deep secrets like, on that phone. You would, on your phone, you would have to have like subfolders and subfolders within yeah. subfolders like buried yeah in your phone like i don't know where you go in a relationship when you're at the point of where you don't trust the person you're with while they're sleeping yeah that is a severe lack of trust yeah when you still carry the not trusting them over to while they're sleeping yeah there's no coming back from that because I don't know, even an untrustworthy person is still trustworthy somewhat while they're asleep. Yeah. Maybe they have a terrible dream about you. Yeah. Maybe. But again, the is there a difference the between most. trust and what you don't know won't hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just asked that. Yeah. What do you think the answer is? I'm yeah. pretty sure it's the same thing. Like, I, I trust you not to show me what's on your phone because then I will get hurt. You trust, I trust you not to show me what's on your phone because then I might get hurt. Like if I see what's on your phone, uh -huh. it's going to cause anger. It's going to cause fights. So it's best. I just don't see it. No more. The trick so that is means, this. That means you don't trust them then. Right. But, but what's bad? Like, well, you know, what's best in a relationship, Maury, don't have stuff on your phone. That's going to upset your partner. Yeah. <laughs> what? Just put it out in the open. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Complaining about uh, a pain in her eyelid. Oh no! Not and her eyelid started like 
drooping for about six months. She went to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And they did an MRI and they found a cyst. So they did the operation, and when they oh, opened the cyst, they God. found a contact lens that was stuck oh, in her eyelid. God, and it had been there for twenty-eight years. Oh. How does that happen? Because that's like that woman who remember when they found that she had like thirty-five contact lenses stacked on top of one another in yeah. one eye. Yeah, remember that. How do you not? Like, how do you not notice that? I don't know. I, I've you, never, I've never had a contact in, so forget. I don't know. I don't know if it's easy to forget or you that have you have one, one. That you have one in. I don't know. Don't you, you? Most people take them out at night and put them in the solution because you're not supposed to sleep with them. No, in. but let's say maybe you went home. You were a little drunk. You thought you put it in the solution, or you thought you lost but it. Then or, the next day, you're going to say, "Oh, gee, there isn't one there." It must knows, be still in my just eye. Go, but then you just go to the bathroom and you grab another one. Yeah, like it's and it's, it's a simple like, thing, like less than paper thin, right? Yeah, you don't even notice, but. So it was up like inside her eye? Inside her eyelid. Oh, God. It got lodged there for 28 years. And she was like, I don't know how it would have got up there. Like, I can't remember. She's 42 years old. From sleeping. And then she asked, uh, I guess her mom said, well, when you were 14, you were playing uh, badminton. This was in, in the UK. And uh, the not the ball. What do you call the stupid thing? The cock. The shuttlecock. Yeah. Hit her in the eye. And I guess it it dislodged the the contact lens yeah. and she had just thought that it maybe fell out oh my and didn't God. think that it would get stuck and then 20 some odd years and later 28 years later her mom was like oh yeah it's from badminton yeah. that one day <laughs> yeah. oh my god <laughs> she was like my eye hurts real bad and it's and my eyelid is starting to droop let me go to the doctor and see what's going on it's amazing to me that it wouldn't i don't even break down or disintegrate like i don't know i don't know anything about contact lenses or what they're made out of I but i guess they can stick around forever yeah or in this woman's case, 28 years. 28 years. Yeah. So what they do? They pulled it out and now she's all fine? Now she's fine. Whoa. I mean, a little sore. But like, was there no discomfort or curiosity or pain up until that point? Or was it just like, was it a nagging thing that she had? It was just like a or... nagging thing, whatever. Yeah. And it wasn't until it developed a cyst that she went to the doctor and they were like, yeah, we got to do an MRI. Something's not right. Yeah. And then let's operate. Let's get rid of this cyst. And when they opened Whoa. it up, the contact lens was like... My mom used to put contact lenses in, and when I used to watch her do it as a kid, I almost threw up. I can't do it now. It's so my vile. dad used to do that. It's and I, so vile. He tried to. Have you ever tried, Mori? Because you wear glasses. He, my dad, tried to get me to do it. I just, I once you see that finger going towards your eye, it's right. just the worst. But you can't even ever. put. You can't even put eye drops in. No, no, I don't like seeing things coming towards me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't say <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I went to the CNE last week. Oh, nice. How was it? Dope. It always is, right? Yeah. But Did you eat stuff? What'd you eat? Um, I didn't have a lot. I had a, I had a corn dog, uh-huh. and then I had... You put anything on it? Mustard. Yeah. And then I had the rest of Roxy's first corn dog, yeah. and then I had the rest first. of Roxy's second corn dog. <laughs> Second, yeah. So I now ba- when Roxy got uh, her second corn dog, yeah. Did you also get a second corn dog? No, I because I knew I was going to be finishing that one. Gotcha. Right. Okay. When you go to the ex with a kid, you're just throwing money. I'm I'm like Mr. Moneybags. You know the thing where he's like got the sack and money's just yeah. spilling out of it. Oh yeah. That's me at the ex, right? Like everything is just like just money everywhere. It's yeah. like every, who every, wants my money? Who wants my money? <laughs> right. <laughs> because you can't say no. Yeah. But we're at the age now. So last year and the you guys year play before. Games? We do, yeah, oh, and nice. and 
the last couple years, it's been my responsibility, which is an incredible responsibility on a father. And I don't know why this always falls majority, majorly, major, always on the dad. <laughs> Where I'm suddenly the guy that has to win a game, right? Yeah. Like I'm suddenly the guy that has to compete in something that I've never done before competitively and yeah. win something, win a prize. Probably and, one of those like nine foot Rasta bananas. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I wanted like a giant gray cheetah last year, and I'm like, they don't actually exist. But she didn't care. Um, so I, I wanted this big stuffy last year, but this year, Rox won all her own stuff. No. Yeah. So I didn't have to win. The pressure was off me this year. What were the games she killed at? All darts and balloons. Yeah. Because I think kids look at that differently than grownups do. Like I look at a wall with darts and balloons and I'm trying to assess the size of balloons and where the person just won before me and where the actual holes are and where to avoid where a kid looks at it and goes, it's a wall full of balloons and I have something sharp. How hard can this be? (laughs) And she walks up to every single wall with balloons and goes snaps snap snap and gets three balloons in a row and she did it at three different booths and then walked away in 10 minutes with three prizes like the giant ones no they give you the little ones and then you have to upgrade and they upsell you and all this stuff yeah but i'm the one they yell at right like when we're going by i'm the one they yell at yeah hey Hey, big guy you want to win something for your daughter hey big guy come on be the dad hero yeah be the hero dad Right? That's so embarrassing. They say no. stuff like that. And yeah. the guy, the guy behind the booth, I swear to God, was 14 years old. Yeah. Right? <laughs> calling you yeah, out. Yeah, calling me out. Right? <laughs> calling me like, out. Shut up, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then I don't know what happened, and I don't know at what age it happened, but I can't do an excessive amount of spinny rides anymore. Really? I can do I can do coasters, no yeah. problem. But I can't do spinny rides anymore. Why? Dizzy? Because at the C and E it's just all spinny rides, right? Yeah. And I just my stomach, something happened to me where I, I went one, two I had already said I had already tapped out and I said to Catherine and Roxy they were just about to go on the scrambler and I said I, I'm not doing anything I'll do anything but I can't spin on anything one more time what'd they say and then they were in line and then Roxy looks over and sees one of these godforsaken like Himalayan rides or something like that that goes yeah. Mach 3 in one circle and one circle only yeah and then Roxy just looks at me points at that and then gives me the thumbs up from like 40 feet away and I'm like <laughs> And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, no, not going to do it. And she's like, okay, you don't have to do that. But why don't we do the tilt a whirl? (laughs) Oh, no. And then that was the end of me. You're out of options. It was the end of me. And I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't even do the big swingy swings. I couldn't do it. No, I couldn't do it anymore. I don't know what happened. Like when you're a kid, you could stand in one spot and spin. Probably on your head. On your head indefinitely. Yeah. Like, and then get up and go and have a bath without the risk of drowning. <laughs> right? Like, I can't do a ride and then be left to find a toilet on my own. Right? <laughs> I'm so messed up. I'm so messed up after a spinny ride now. And I don't know when it happened, and it's really quite disappointing. Really is. Let's go to the exo, baby. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, let me go through the nine most annoying phrases people use in an email. OMG, LOL. <laughs> no, these are ones that it'll all make sense here. Okay. Uh, most of these are people trying to just sound official that have no leg to stand on, or it sounds like they're using these terms for the first time to just try and sound professional. Right. 
or they're just annoying or can't take a hint. When somebody uses, quote unquote, uh, reattaching for your convenience. <laughs> if, they use the, if, if they use the term as discussed. Eh, as oh my pre- God. Maury says that all the time, as discussed. As previously stated. Yeah. Please advise. Sorry for the double email. Take a hint. Uh, any update on this? Per our conversation, per my last email, and number one on the list, not sure you saw my last email. So this sounds like every, every single one of those one things, of those things is, are either emails or yes, texts from yeah, Maury. Yeah. Can I tell you, for me, what the most annoying thing is that somebody can do in an email? What? And it's not really what you say. As far as one of these uh, one of these terms and Maury, how it gets interpreted, and, and, yeah. And I don't want to gang up on Maury um, right now, but I'll tell you, Maury, you're the worst for this. Is when somebody wants to loop you into something, or somebody needs your opinion on something, and it's and it's an issue or a topic that has been ongoing through email exchanges between other people. And when they loop you in, all they do is forward you the chain of 10 emails between two other people. And then I have to go through and figure out what it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like something will come up and I'll, something will come up. <laughs> something will come up and I'll be like, I had no idea this was going on. And Maury, would, Maury will say, well, I, I, gave, I forwarded it all to you. And I'm like, but what you forwarded me was uh, 10 emails over two weeks between four other people yeah. that I didn't even know what's going on. I'm not going to sit and read that. Write it up, man. As per our conversation, <laughs> not sure if you got my last email. Any update on this? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you know when we were on vacation, Maury shot another TV show? What? Yeah. No? Yeah. Another TV show. Yeah, yeah, he shot another old-timey TV show. So it started with you on Private Eyes, right, Maury? That's right, yeah. Jason Priestley, Cindy Sampson. Big scene, too. And then from that, you got asked to do a part on Murdoch Mysteries, which you had the smallest part of anyone who's ever been on a television show. (laughs) And background! What's wrong? Nothing. Everything. I don't know. Why do you say that? The station hasn't received a single call today. Not one complaint. No littering, no loitering, not even any lollygagging. And that's bad? It's not right. Best of the day to you, Inspector. See? Everyone's been so damn pleasant. (laughs) (laughs) Best of the day to you, Inspector. Best of the day to you, Inspector. And then on Private Eyes, you had a lot of lines. Um, But what did you shoot last week? Uh, It's a a new show on the CBC going into the second season called Frankie Drake. What's that about? So it's uh, kind of the same thing. It's based in Toronto. Old-timey? Old-timey, based in Toronto, and it's uh, another sort of murder mystery detective thing. So it's a, uh, what am I reading here? Uh, Set in the 1920s. So did they do your hair real weird again? It's the same sort of haircut as Murdoch, where it parted down the middle and very Because Maury has like no hair, and then they just like grease it right up and give him one of those old-timey, like super harsh parts. Yeah. Right down the, right down the the, the side. your hair is very difficult to do that hairstyle. Well, I was in the hair make up for about an hour (laughs) (laughs) an hour (laughs) Uh, so do you want to hear Maury's line from uh, Frankie Drake and how long did you rehearse this for 
This I had to I rehearsed for I guess about two weeks. Okay, yeah. so we had two weeks for this line. What kind of outfit were you wearing? Um, so I my role was stagehand. So I had to sort of dress up like button up shirt, very wool and itchy shirt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very wool and itchy shirt. <laughs> like, you speak sure a that's language. The, that's like... the official the official <laughs> title of it in the 1920s. Yeah. Got to lock it up, please. Okay, here we go. Slate's in, please. Morning, Winnie. <laughs> Morning, Ollie. Ooh, keeping busy, I see. You know what they say about idle hands. Just watch yourself, honey. Thanks for the tip. Cut. Cutting. <laughs> <Hold> on. <laughs> uh, do you know? Here's my question for you, Maury. So your your line was, you know what they say about idle hands. Mm -hmm. So you had this script for two weeks. Yes. And you rehearsed that line for two weeks. Did you ever bother to look up what they do say about idle hands? No, I assumed it's because I'm a stagehand. I thought it was like if I'm not busy, then. They'll cut them off or something. They'll cut your hands off. You are going to cut your hands off in the 1920s for being stagehand. <laughs> so I just so like, keep busy. You know what they say? If you're not busy, they cut your hands off. <laughs> That's what they say. Right? Oh, off go your hands. If you're I, not doing any, right. anything. <laughs> okay, so keep working or we'll cut your hands off? That's is what, what I assumed it was. Like, you know what, what they say. Right, so if you if, have you ever heard the saying, idle hands are the devil's playthings? No. Or idle hands are the devil's workshop? Oh my or God. idle hands are... You've never Never heard this saying. No, you've never heard the idle hand saying, or no. what it actually means. No, what your character was saying. Nope. Okay. Do you want me to explain it to you? Please. Okay. So you think it's what? Keep the, working, or we'll cut your hands off. Yeah. <laughs> right. You ain't using them. You don't need them. If you ain't using them, you don't need them. <laughs> no. Idle hands are the devil's playthings. Means uh, when, like, when a person has nothing to do, that person is more likely to get into mischief. Yeah. You're up oh. to no good. You're up to no good. Having nothing to do is when the bad stuff happens. Boredom creates mischief. Well, I was really well cast. Right, but you had no idea what no, you were saying. I well, because I just assumed it was like, you ain't using them, you lose them. Right. <laughs> Keep working or we'll chop your hands off. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Slate's in, please. Morning, Winnie. <laughs> Morning, Ollie. Ooh, keeping busy, I see. You know what they say about idle hands. No, 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 I don't actually, Winnie. Just watch yourself, Winnie. Thanks for the tip. Cut. Cutting. Oh, my God. That is, what, November? Yeah, we're looking at November, yeah. All right, cool. There you go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Roz, you know we love when people either tweet the show, when they call us, or when they text us. Yeah. And this text that I got is going to drive you nuts. Oh, why? Why would you do that then? Let me call this person first. Oh. Uh, her name is Sydney. Are we going to get into a fight? I don't want to get into a fight right now. I don't right think now. so. Hello. Hey, Sydney. It's Raza Mocha. What's up? Oh, my God. How are you? Are you she? Yeah. Hang on. Sydney, uh, so we got your text. I didn't read the text to Roz just yet. I, I wanted to wait till we got you on the phone. Oh, my God. So this so Friday, cool. Roz, you and I are celebrating our nine-year anniversary together right. yeah. uh, on the Raza Mocha show. And Sydney's oh text reads this. I've been listening to you guys since I was going into grade three. Oh, shut up. And next Tuesday, I'm going into my senior year of high school. <laughs> I call all the time, but never get through. But I just wanted to text and say hello. So, Sydney, hello. Hi. 
senior oh, year of high school. Wow. Oh my god. I listen to you guys every single morning before I go to school. Oh my god, this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's been going on over the past nine years? Dealing with school stuff. Yeah. Are you a good student? I think so. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> what are your plans after high school? Where do you want to go? College, university, take a year off? What do you plan on doing? Um, I really want to go to university and study psychology. And study psychology. Nice. Uh, when you started listening to the show, what was it about the show that you that you liked? And then what was it about the show that has kept you listening for nine years? funny. I love how funny you guys are. You make me laugh every morning. Usually I'm not a morning person at all. Right. But I'm always happy when I listen to you guys and I love you guys. Yeah, I like I, I love and hate these calls. The ones that really drive me nuts is when people call up and they're like, Man, when I started listening to you guys, I was like a kid and guess what? Now I'm now I'm married with two kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it just makes you feel so old. Wow. So Sydney, uh, you started listening when you were in grade three. Now you're going into your senior year of high school on Tuesday. Uh, after nine years of listening to the Roz and Mocha show, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Mocha. He's my guy needs, buddy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Great. Sydney, thank you very much for your text this morning. Good luck with college. Hope calling. you don't get in. Yeah, and hey, what? that's not nice. What? We heard that. No. <laughs> no you're going to do fantastic. Enjoy that last year of high school, girl. Thank you. All right, take care, Sydney. Okay, bye. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. It's on my anniversary with Catherine. On Friday? Yeah. No. Yeah, well, because we picked an anniversary, right? Yeah. We, um, like, we, we, I had to do this. Because we're not married, and we never celebrated any sort of anniversary for years. We never yeah. celebrated an anniversary. And it wasn't until maybe three years ago that we decided that it would be good to have an anniversary because why not they're yeah. fun and you get to celebrate and you get to sort of mark uh your time together but we didn't know what we would mark like we didn't know what to actually celebrate because there was no day when we could really say that we became official or we right so you had to pick a day like we had to pick something so our anniversary is we celebrate the night we met Oh, okay. So that's our anniversary because I fell in love with her right away. Yeah. Anyway, um, but that's we nonsense. so that that's our anniversary is is well, our I, I anniversary. I share my anniversary with you. Yes. With Catherine. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I like this. Sorry, one. but it happened before. It's not like it happened after. I met her before I met you. Like we I started, know. Catherine and I started working together before we did. Know what I'm saying? Hey, um, <laughs> don't worry, she's out of town. She's not listening to this. She can't hear this. You can't hear this, girl. Uh, no, so we celebrate the night that we met, and but then I had to find out what night we met. Yeah, and we met at a party years ago, and I had to go and How track down. Out? And you I had look to go, on your MySpace. I had account? to go and track down the 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 guy who promoted the party that night. Oh God, and weird. I found him on social media, and I was like, Hey, by the way, do you remember like twelve years ago you threw this bash? And that's the the night where Catherine and I went. And then he had to go back through his files and oh find out what God. night that party was. And then he came back to me and said it was August thirty first. Oh wow! And so that's now our anniversaries because we just celebrate the night we met because we held hands that night. 
And uh, I so think you know it was official. Yeah, and I think we kissed a little bit too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And uh, so that's what we celebrate. Okay. So, so anniversaries all over the joint no, on Friday. My parents are celebrating their wedding anniversary on Friday as well. Is it really? Yeah. Like I think this is going to be forty. Shut uh, up. Three years. Forty-three or years. Forty-four. That it's like is, forty-three, forty-four years. Yeah. For Vernon Zarina. Is that why they're it. heading back to Guyana and then L.A.? Hold on, what? Yeah, your mom's going, she's going for three weeks to Guyana, and then she's going right to California. How do you know that, and I don't? I was just chatting with your mom. Why are you chatting with Why his mom? Why are you talking mom? to my mother? She messaged me and said, hope you had a great vacation, and then told me she's going to Guyana. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that to another, to another uh, man, or you don't, sit, you don't sneak around with his mother and then drop stuff in, uh, live on the radio. Like, it's not cool. It's not cool. You keep that stuff to yourself. Yeah, like say hi to my mom for me? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> hi, it's Ron Zamoka. What's going on? Hey, cool, man. It's Kwame from GT, man. Hey, y'all take it easy, man. Y'all don't fret too much with the stuff that Maureen said to you that your mom is going to get out of. Okay. <laughs> Talk into the <laughs> bottom of your phone. I can't understand a single word you're saying. Oh, oh, oh. I have it in Hold on one second. Yeah. So I'm saying don't be too upset and treat him so bad. Or, you know, like he said, your mom is going to get out. don't know about it. You know what I mean? Like. I was like, all right, just take it easy, eh? But, you know, Maurice, Maurice shouldn't be sneaking around with another guy's mother. No, it's not a no, that's not a problem. I'm, I'm Guyanese, and he's Guyanese too, and, you know, I mean, that's a Canadian feeling. It's no big deal. Like, What's all sneaking? my friends are closer to my mom even more than me. I'm here, you're <laughs> looking at her out. Like, just relax, take it easy. I know, my, my friends were like that too with my mom growing yeah, up. All yeah, my friends called my mom, mom, but it still, it still drives me nuts that Maury has a separate relationship independent Nothing wrong from with me that. with my mother. Okay, it's okay. That's your mom decided <laughs> to choose that, not you. You can guys are too Canadian, man. Oh, oh by, the, by the way, uh, I had this great yeah. chat with Dee last night. Who, my mother? Yeah. Yeah, don't call her Dee. <laughs> so weird. Don't give my mom a pet name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, that part is too much. You're oh, that, oh, that oh, part's too much. Short names is for her father, her husband, or children. But you keep it with auntie or uncle or whatever it is. No, don't you call my mom oh. auntie. Oh, God. Don't imagine. you call my mom auntie. <laughs> Locked Yo, in. I first came to Canada. I first came to Canada and. Uh, so, like I introduced to someone and like yes mom she said mom uh, that's another one too so. <laughs> alright my man thank you so much for calling in yeah, today take care yep. take care alright later the Roz and Mocha Show podcast David Moore was on the red carpet of the MMVAs and talked to 98 Degrees Moore got very confused over their name and they had to clear it up like over the guys' names in the band or over the band no, name 98 the band Degrees 98 Degrees and 98 Degrees has been around since like 90s yeah and after all this time, in 2018, damn, we're still confused over their name. Like, oh, I'm, I'm confused now. I should, oh my God, this is the, you want the me worst just play thing it? in the world. Can you please? Yeah. Because I don't understand what you're talking about. Okay, listen to this. This okay. is Dan Mori, red carpet, MMVAs with 98, 98 degrees. 98 degrees. 98 degrees. I am with 98 degrees. How are you guys? Very good, very good. Very good. Okay. What the hell is 98 degrees? How would you describe that? Because 90 degrees, I turn around and then some. 100 degrees is I turn around and then facing you again. You're on like the compass. You're on like the, yeah, and this is not the geometry 98 degrees. This is the temperature 98 degrees. Is that, oh my God, the whole time I was trying to figure out at home, how far do I have to turn around to make it? No, no, so you just, you just gotta, you know, <laughs> you're already 98 degrees. 
stories. Just standing there, you already are. Just a little askew? Am I askew? No, I, don't, I mean, maybe touch off, but I wouldn't say askew. You know, but you're pretty close. Strong word, askew. Okay. First of all, Maury, when you don't know what 98 degrees means, don't throw the word askew in after it, because it doesn't make <laughs> you... It doesn't, it doesn't save askew. it. Yeah. Remember this song? Did you also say, Maury, that 100 degrees would be turning all the way around? Come here. You can keep playing this. It's a beautiful song. Okay, Maury. Yes. Okay. Good morning, by the way. Good morning. Hi. Okay. Good to see you. If you were to face me and then turn around. Stop. No, no, no. Yeah, so now I'm looking at the back of you. Yeah. Okay, so you've gone from one way to the other way. Yeah. How many degrees have you turned? 90 degrees. 90 degrees? Yeah. Okay. Horizontal, vertical. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you turn all the way around, how many degrees have you turned? 100 degrees. 100 degrees. <laughs> it just seems as though the last half is less. Because <laughs> this is 90, and then all that's just the, 10. So all the work to turning a full circle happens in the first half. Really? And the back half, you're just sort of riding the momentum. Like, let's just finish this off. Okay, so turning halfway around is 90 degrees. <laughs> yeah. the, the, and then the rest... The other half is 10, <laughs> yeah. right? Okay. Are you sure it's not 8 because 98 degrees? <laughs> well, no, then I would be facing oh, yeah, like little, I'm just yeah. slightly away from Roz. Yeah, 3 o'clock. Oh. It's called 3 o'clock. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. Oh, yeah, duh. Stupid me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard the term uh somebody's doing a 360 yeah and what is that what happens when somebody does a 360 they spin around right interesting interesting huh? so is that a full turn is are it? you sure as they spin around or they're rolling a 360 would be yeah. as are a they tumbling 360 degrees around the sun like fully around the sun right only the sun only yeah <laughs> just the sun nothing else <laughs> nothing else has the capability of going 360 <laughs> Are you sure that's not like the max temperature of the sun? <laughs> so full circles, 360. I don't know if anybody could be owned more right now than you thinking turning all the way around is 100 degrees <laughs> while listening to 98 degrees. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> oh, God, it's good to be back, huh? <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. MMVAs went down last night. Damn it, Maury was there. Was it a good show or did you even see any of the show because you're I just backstage never doing interviews? I seeing any of it, yeah. Yeah, um, and one of the big stories to come out of that, for us anyway, was you talked to Prince Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson's son, who for some reason walked away. We'll, yep. t- we'll play that for everybody in uh, in a couple of minutes. But I'm curious to to because I find the the Jackson kids fascinating. Yeah. Um, but Prince Michael more so than the others. I mean, blanket is a whole thing on his own. But w- I'm curious which Prince Michael Jackson did you get because I follow a lot of stuff that this guy does. Yeah. And he's really two different people. He's, what do you mean? He's the ambassador of the Jackson estate, uh-huh. right? But then he's also like young thug, hardcore. Prince Michael Jackson? Oh, oh, okay. So okay. I'm going to play you two clips of audio and you tell me okay. which one, Maury, sure. you got when Prince yeah. Michael walked away from you last night at the end of the Because I know Prince which Michael we will get to. always like talks about like charity and like all the good work and stuff like that, right? Right, right. And we will get to Damon Maury. I don't Maury. know about 
thugged out Prince Michael Jackson. Oh, we'll get to we'll get to that. We'll get to Dan Mori and uh, Prince Michael from last night where he walked away and explained why and how that all happened. But I was curious as to which Prince Michael you got. So these two audio clips yeah. happened not that far apart from each other. Okay. Okay. So audio clip one is Prince Michael doing an interview with the Today Show. Listen to the way he talks is what you're going to want to hear. Well, my dad always taught me to lead by example, so I hope that I can set a good example that you can have fun by helping other people and mm-hmm. you can make a change just by doing that, so encouraging other people to do the same. Okay, now... Let's make a change. Right? Man now, listen to Prince Michael um, going after haters on Instagram who were trashing Joe Jackson after he died. Now, listen to this. One of the things I'm going to talk about today is my grandpa and what y'all f- got to say about him. So y'all can keep talking all the shit you want, saying he abused my dad and all this, and I'm gonna make a YouTube video about it for sure. But he raised these kids, right? Hold on. Yeah, same guy. This is Prince Michael Jackson. Yeah, same dude. <laughs> Where's he recording this? In Compton? Otherwise, they would have been in gangs, dead. So go ahead, keep talking, but you won't ever be as great as one of that man's. Just remember that. Right. Okay. So clearly okay. two different guys, right? Yeah. So which guy did you get? I got the Today Show guy. You did get the Today Show I got guy. The Today oh, Show guy. Okay. okay. Prince Michael Jackson, what's up? That's an, a great setup you have there. I have to tell you, this is an absolute honor to meet you. Thank you, thank you. Growing up, did you ever try and do things like the moonwalk or that hee-hee-hee? Uh, Any of that hee-hee all the time. I do that in the shower. I mean, I don't know what to tell you guys, but... Um, Let's get your hee-hee. Hee-hee. That's almost all point. If I only had to do that, I'd make a lot of money. But, and... Um, I don't know. I mean, dancing and singing, I, I just, I could never figure it out. Last question for you. In, in the news today was the fact that there were two fake Michael Jackson songs on an album. Did you know anything about that or do you have a statement? Oh, yeah, I got it. Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, and it was at that point, Prince Michael Jackson turned around and walked away from David Moore. And canceled the whole rest of the carpet. No. No! Did you ruin it for everybody? You yeah. were that guy? Yeah, I was that, that guy. That ruined it for everybody? Because yeah. they, I guess, knew that every single person after you was going to be asking that same question. He pretty much like canceled everything. Oh, oh God. No. I hate when Hold people on. do that on red carpets, what man. What position were you... I on was the like, carpet, like how many people prior to you did he talk to? Oh, there's still like 30 people after me. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. oh, wow. Okay. So, well, yeah, with so this, all due respect, it's a big story. It is a big story. So what is the story? Okay, so uh, somebody from the inside the Michael Jackson organization, whether it was a lawyer or somebody else, had given us, he said, alluded to the fact that when they released that album in 2010, that three of the songs on that uh, Michael Jackson album that was released after he was dead weren't sung by Michael Jackson, the, the new ones, that they were sung by a Michael Jackson impersonator. And now there's a couple of class action lawsuits going after Sony because people said that they were wronged. And what the quote was, somebody said, even if the vocals weren't Jackson's, quote unquote, talking about a lot of other stuff. And yeah. then fans started developing this conspiracy theory. Am I wrong on this? Or no, am I yeah. this right? Um, fans started developing this conspiracy theory, and then they started launching class action lawsuits. And this thing has been going on forever. Um, Sony's defending himself. The people inside the Jackson organization are saying that that's not what they said. Then there is a uh, freedom of speech issue with liner notes on an album. Or, or it's a crazy thing, but the story goes that when they released that album after michael jackson died in 2010 uh breaking news keep your head up and monster the new songs were not actually michael jackson 
that they were a Michael Jackson impersonator. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. So that's the Yo, that's the story going on. MJ right now. impersonators are like bang on. Uh, may, I wouldn't be able to tell. No, and I'm a Michael Jackson fan. No, and I, I would never be able to tell. And that's what these people are trying to get the truth behind is wow. whether they used a Michael Jackson impersonator on these songs. So you ruined it for everybody when you asked this. Can you play it again? Just oh. that, that one that uh, one part, <laughs> please. <laughs> Prince Michael. Oh, hold on. Uh, but and um i don't know i mean dancing and singing i I just i could never figure it out last question for you in in the news today was the fact that there were two fake michael jackson songs on album did you know anything about that or do you have a statement oh yeah i got it (laughs) oh no yeah Yeah, yeah, no i gotta go it was great and everything but uh let's talk about dancing yeah by the way i'm gonna cancel (laughs) the other 30 interviews i have lined up here on the red carpet of the mmbas thank you at damn it maury here we go the Roz and mocha show podcast you know what's funny is I didn't, even, I didn't want to like this show. I really didn't. And then really? I started watching This Is Us, and I just got so... And you only got into this show Second after season. season one yeah. had ended. Yeah. Yeah. I fought real hard. I really did. And, um, then I, and then I started watching, and I just fell in love with it like everybody else did. Once people started saying how emotional the show is, and just like the, the, the relationship stuff, like the... The husband and wife stuff, the father son stuff. Yeah. I was like, I don't know, man. I'm not emotionally ready to watch this show just yet. It's tough. It's really, it's hard. You yeah. know, you know, I shouldn't be laughing. My wife saw a commercial. It was like a 30 second ad during season two, and she started crying right away. And it was a scene with Chrissy Metz yeah. where she was crying over something. Yeah. And. She started crying, and she was like, "I, I, we can't watch the show yet." Yeah, and Chrissy Metz, I, uh, she's such a lovely woman, but her character, I just, I'm sick of her. You don't <laughs> like I hate, her. I hate when that happens. You don't like her character. No, I just, I, I, I just, they, they put a lot on her, and they give her a lot of personality things, and I just, it's, I, it's just all about her. I should relate to a character like that. I really should. I should champion oh, any is character. Like, is she like egotistical? Uh, like, no, it's just oh. everything is about her. Yeah. Right? Every family problem is how it affects her. Yeah. And then she puts all that on everybody else. Oh, right? Yeah. Again, I should be yeah. able to relate. <laughs> and I should be this champion, but I, I'm just I'm just not. And it's one of those things where, you know, you love the, you really, really dig the person, but uh, but their character is just so annoying. Um, Chrissy Metz was on the red carpet of the MMVAs, as was Dana Mori, so he got a chance to talk to her and i had no idea that they're going into their last season of the series i guess they're ending it are they, Are they ending, ending it? it yeah this is the last because isn't no that, i think i'm pretty there. sure this is a golden goose no i'm pretty sure this is the very last see series uh season of the series because somebody else right before moriaz really? was saying hey how's the series gonna end? unless that person made a mistake oh what's that mori I don't know what you're talking about. You're giving me a thumbs up and shaking your head no. <laughs> like, <laughs> man. Yeah, it's you, ending after season three. Yeah. Oh, the whole man. show, the thing wow. is ending after season three? That shirt is tight, by the way, Holmes. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go for this. Let's go for this. <laughs> oh, my God. Chrissy Metz. Chrissy Metz. And you never again. <laughs> Probably not. Can I please start off this interview with a hug? Sure. Now, if you could tell us something, the super fans like us, the This Is Users, 
By the way, just named that. Just came up with that. Oh, the This Is Users. That's mine. That's mine. Okay, if you could say something to prep us for season three, what would you say? What would you tell us? Well, it's very unpredictable. Um, it's, you know, of course, in the, in the true This Is Us fashion, it's going to be very emotional. But um, we're going to really delve deeper into Toby and Beth's backstory, which is so important because we get to see how everybody's shaped throughout their childhoods. And I'm really... Chris Sullivan has an episode coming up that is titled Toby, and it is going to be exquisite. I just can't believe I'm with you. <laughs> okay, so but I have to... Regular old girl. No, you're not. Okay, last question for you. Is it weird watching the show and crying watching yourself? Yes. <laughs> but I've done it for a long time. I've seen myself and I cried. Um, no, um, uh, you know, for me, it's like uh, whenever the spirit moves me, if I cry, if I get emotional, it's just as it is what it is. Do you see a lot of you in your character? Yeah, sure. I think it was Kate's sort of who I used to be. Um, and, uh, you know, she's evolving for sure, but I definitely, you who I used to be for sure. Oh my God, I, I'm just, I'm in awe. Oh, you're so kind. Please tell your There's a tear. Do you see why I can only... Get out of here. <laughs> Toby's too good for you, by the way. Oh. There I said it. Wow, with there the I said clap it. He deserves back. better. He deserves better. There, I said it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Getting real. Getting real. Oh, you got to get on that show. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I, um, I had to wear a hoodie today because I have to go to a movie screening after the show for TIFF because they're starting to oh, do yeah. all the screenings for their, their films. Next week? Next week, yeah. Next Damn. Thursday. Uh, so they're starting to do all their screenings now. And I went to a movie. I, on Friday, I had to go to this movie screening. And great movie, too. Which one? movie called Colette. Okay. Um, and so I had to go to this movie screening. And of course, it's like, you know, it's summer. So it's 40 degrees outside. And I roll into this theater in a t-shirt. Yeah. And when you walk in, it's first thing in the morning. It was like 10 o'clock. And you just hear the air conditioning pumping oh, into the yeah. theater. And I sat there and I froze the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Like almost to the point of where it took away from my involvement in getting my head around this movie yeah because it was just so, so cold. cold oh yeah it was so cold you know when you take your arms and you just like put them tightly against your chest yeah. to, to warm anything? up it does it does how 100%. it warms up it warms up your core no it doesn't yes it does it's two forearms yeah yeah it does i think yeah. that's a mental thing it's not a mental thing yeah it, war- it warms you up no warms i think you, up. you think it warms you up no it does I don't think it actually warms does. you up um, and so I was freezing. So now I got to wear a hoodie today. Yeah. I guess I could have just brought my hoodie in my bag. But uh, oh yeah, you have a big ass bag. Yeah. What do you have in that bag anyway? I don't know. Stuff. Secrets. Oh. Can yeah. we go through it? What's that? Can we go through it? No. There's nothing really in. Uh, there's nothing really in there. I probably have some of Roxy's clothes in there. Yeah. Because she always sneaks them in there when we're going away for the weekend. Yeah. And then that's when I get embarrassed any, in like, places like the airport. Right. Do you keep any like tools in there or anything? Tools. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, like I, a screwdriver, I probably have saws. I probably have saws all blades in there. To be honest with you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but there was that one time I was uh, going to the airport, airport yeah. alone. Oh no, I was flying for a work trip, and I had thrown a jacket on that I hadn't worn in a while, and Roxy was taking swimming lessons at the time. Uh oh, and she got dressed and she went swimming and then we just threw a dress on afterwards because their swimming lessons were late at night. And then, so you're just tidying up everything and you just want to get the hell out of swimming and go home. And so I went home. So I packed her all up and then I'm going to the, I'm going through the airport and I have to go through the metal detector and and empty out my pockets. And I just start emptying out my pockets 
And in one of my pockets, I just flip into the bin a tiny pair of children's underpants. Oh my God. <laughs> they, what'd they say? They say anything? No, but I had to leave them there because you can't throw something in the bin and then grab it and hide it back in your pocket because yeah. that's how you get busted. Yeah, yeah. So that's the end of a jail. Yeah, so I had my laptop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so in the bin. Oh no, you didn't have a no fly list. Right? Quick. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So in the bin, uh, I sent through my laptop and a pair of children's underpants. Oh my God. I sent it through. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We got a text just now, and I'm not going to read you the text. Oh, okay. Yet, because I want to call this person. Sure. Hey, it's Ron Zamoga from Kiss 92.5. How are you? Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First of all, first of all, what's your name? Uh, Ryan. Ryan. Okay. So, Roz, Ryan texted just now. Yeah. And said, uh, three years I've been listening to this show. By the way, Ryan, thank you for listening for three years. Uh, just an FYI, this Friday, Roz and I are celebrating our nine-year anniversary together. Wow, that's great. So Ryan's text reads this. Three years I've been listening to this show, and I've only just now Googled a picture of Dammit Maury. Not at all like I had imagined him uh, in my head. So, Ryan, what did you imagine in your head Dammit Maury to look like versus what you saw? Uh, <laughs> uh... I was surprised that uh, he's a handsome guy. What? Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's a good, much right. better than he portrays on the show. Anyways, so what you say that Maury Maury downplays his good looks? Yeah. So um, I don't know. He always talks about uh, uh, being overweight and whatever. And I'll tell you the moment the moment that it went from from bad to like this image in my head to really really bad yeah. was when he was talking about picking his nose and wiping it in his underwear. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's so and disgusting. That's, that's right. the moment where this, this image of him turned into like this just, <laughs> and I'm going to apologize in, in advance, Maury, but this disgusting, uh, I so don't did know. did you picture Dan and Maury to be like a tall guy, a short guy, uh, yeah, heavier? Like shorter, heavier, yeah. Shorter? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a picture that is on the, and it was always for years. It was the number one picture. If you Google damn it, Maury, uh, that came up. And one time on the show, uh, we had Maury try and crush a watermelon with his thighs. And so it's a picture of Maury in a speedo lying on plastic, trying to crush a watermelon <laughs> with his thighs. And that was the only, that was like the number one picture that came up. Anytime somebody looked up Maury, that's not what you saw, right? No, the first picture I saw was, uh, the wedding pictures actually of him oh, and then Matthew. Oh, those are heavily photoshopped and Maury starved himself. For oh, okay. Maury, Maury, Maury could barely walk down that, uh, walk down that path to get married because he was so deprived of all the nutrients. <laughs> I look well, at that picture. Great. I'll tell you, I look at that picture of Maury uh, on his wedding and it doesn't even look like Maury. Yeah, no, totally. Come in here, Maury. Like when you see that picture of yourself, does it look like somebody else? Because that picture, specifically your wedding photos, look nothing like you. Well, it's freaky because um, there's a massive uh, picture of, of that wedding photo in front of our bed, like yeah. on wood. Weird. And I look at that lying in bed going, who'd Matthew marry? Right, yeah. Because uh, and people have said like I look like Obama in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I 
don't think so. Yeah, okay. Oh, man. Uh, All right. Anyway, uh, Maury, he thinks you're handsome. Thank you very much. There you go. Oh, no problem, Maury. All right, Ryan, so you've been listening to the Razamoga Show for the past three years now. Uh, between yes, Razamoga, who's your favorite? Oh, man. Uh, I got to go with Raj. Oh. Why? This guy has great taste. <laughs> uh, just because I think we... Uh, 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 think the same way. We have similar opinions on many. Oh, you guys topics. are like totally into yourselves. Big ego. Like wear tight Maybe. black pants. <laughs> no, no, stay away from the, It's from all the good. Ross, you take the W on this one. Yeah, it's thanks. all good. <laughs> uh, thanks, Ryan. Thanks, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, Roz and Mocha. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. What's up? Uh, just Maury asked me to, to call in about last night. It was a guy who never saw a picture of Maury before that day. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Can, can you just pause, pause for one second? Maury, come in here and explain what you just did to us. <laughs> like, in order for this to be interesting to people, you have to give us the heads up on things. So I met this guy last night. This is the guy that called in saying that I was good looking. And so I met him last night at the Loud Luxury thing. And uh, he came up to me and he said he says that I was actually good looking in person too. Okay, so tell us that before you just don't. I don't yeah. really figure this things. out. Yelled, yelled from the other room. Hey, up. just telephone call. <laughs> Did Maury just call you? Uh, no, we were texting uh, this morning okay. a little bit. So you're texting the guy. Hold on. You set this whole thing up. Why don't you tell us what's going on? It slipped my mind. What do you mean it slipped your mind? <laughs> How, did How did it slip, it slip your slip mind your when mind? he just called now and said who he was? You know anyway. what all of this all of this headache, let me tell you what all of this is for. <sighs> all of this headache, all of this nonsense yeah. is just so somebody can say on the radio that they think Maury's good looking, right? Absolutely. <laughs> right, yes. All so right. you you met Maury in person? Yeah, yeah. You think um, and you think he's good looking? Well, he doesn't look anything like his wedding photos, that's for sure. Right, because yeah. he starved himself for two months before his wedding photos. <laughs> Did you know that right before you met Dan and Maury last night at the Thompson Hotel, he had a big bowl of mac and cheese? I did not know that. Not yeah. just any mac and cheese, Mocha. Crab mac and cheese. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> so if he looks sweaty, that's why. <laughs> I saw a picture of you from last night. You looked real sweaty at that yeah, show. Sweaty and bloated yeah. and tired. <laughs> what did he look like, Maury? He was actually really good looking. Really? He had like a really nicely shaved beard. Yeah. Um, well coiffed. He was wearing um, a sweater. Yeah. Boat shoes. Right. Like he's my type. Yeah. Are you straight? Uh, yeah, I am. Oh, you yeah. are. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because Maury told me in the car this morning that, uh, that if he was single, you you guys would have hooked up last night. You think so? I don't know. I kind of got the feeling that Maury thought like maybe I was stalking him a little bit. He, oh, wow. Yeah. Did you think uh, that maybe Maury, um, maybe Maury didn't find you attractive? No, no, I don't know. It was because it was really loud, right? So I, oh. I, uh, I leaned in and I was yelling and I was like, I'm the guy who thinks you're handsome. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I find yeah. like extremely interesting though? Is that... <laughs> Throughout this conversation, there's two things that Damon Morey said, right? Yeah. And as a married man, he said this. Yeah. Number one, Ryan, he said that you're just his type, <laughs> right? Yeah. Knowing that he's a married man. Right. Also, that if you were gay, Ryan, that you could have hooked up. <laughs> as a married guy, you don't say that. I didn't say would have. I said could have. Right. Who's laughing in the background there? So it's just some co-workers. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> you got the whole office in on this, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. Uh, so you think Maury's good looking? Maury, you think he's good looking? Oh, such a shame it's not going to work out. Uh, yeah. anyway. <laughs>
for all the reasons. One, you're not gay. Two, Maury's married, right? Like the big reasons, the big ones, not the little ones. The big reasons is why this is not going to work out. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for hanging out with us, bro. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Right on, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I love Fan Expo, man. Oh, I know. Nerd Central. Oh. I like Fan Expo because it's not just the sort of hero comic-y world. They pump Fan Expo full of nostalgia, which sure. I really love. I remember years ago, I moderated a panel with Jason Priestley and uh, Luke Perry, nice. and we got to talk for like two hours of just 90210. Oh, so good. Right? And then the big nostalgia number happening uh, this year at Fan Expo is like no other. Yeah. Back to the Future. The cast of Back to the Future will be on a panel uh, tomorrow night. And it's legit like Tom Wilson, yep. a.k.a. Biff. Yep. Uh, Leah Thompson, a.k.a. Lorraine. Mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox, Marty McFly. Yep. And the guy we have on the phone with us right now, Doc Brown, Christopher Lloyd. 1.21 gigawatts! <laughs> Doc Brown, Christopher Lloyd. How are you? It's Ron Zamoka. Oh, good. Good. Good to be back here again. Oh, my God. I am like one of the biggest Back to the Future fans. I have to tell you. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. I, I can't even imagine. When uh, when you guys do this, so at, uh, at Fan Expo, it's almost like you're getting the band back together. Does it sort of feel like that when you do these things? Yes, it's great. I mean, the more of us there are, um, uh, greater the reunion it's, a, it's great yeah when was the last time you were all together like the entire cast well um actually not too long ago not all of us but uh, michael and uh, uh what's the name jesus i'm, I'm <laughs> falling apart here uh, leah and the, and the big uh, leah and the big bad guy tom yeah yeah the three of us the four of us there um, we were together about a month ago, someplace. Does uh, does Crispin and, uh, Glover ever get invited to these things? I don't know whether he's invited or disinvited or whatever, but he's never at them. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. When's, when's the last time you talked to Crispin Glover? Oh, been ages. Really? Really? Maybe, maybe, maybe I haven't seen him since uh, we wrapped Back to Future 3. Wow. Damn, I, have no, I have no recollection of running into him. Yeah. So that, that's like 80s then. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, is it true that you originally, uh, for Back to the Future Part 1, that you didn't actually want to play Doc Brown at first? That you kind of had to meet with the directors before accepting the role? Uh, in a sense. Uh, actually, I was, in, I was in Mexico someplace uh, doing a film and... Uh, my agent sent me the script and said that I've got an offer and I should come back and see Bob Zemeckis. And at, the, at that time, I had an offer to do a play um, back to New York. And um, it, it was something I felt... You know, I, I was doing plays, I was working in the theater, then I came to L.A. Nothing was happening. And I felt, you know, my roots are really in New York, in the theater, and I should get back there and work. So this... This opportunity came up to do that, and I, that's what I was going to do. So I sort of dismissed Back to the Future at first, and then uh, you know some people talked some sense into my head, and I read it, went back, 
met the Zemeckis, and that was that. When did it become for you? When did it go from just a movie that did really, really well and people loved? When did you realize that it was in sort of that legendary status? Like, how long after did you realize that this is going to be around for not just years, but for generations? It sort of seeped into my head probably a year or so after it opened because, you know, I, we wanted it to have a good, you know, good opening and all that. And which it did, but then it just seemed to keep going. Uh, there's a feeling of momentum about it, uh, and particularly when when some children who saw it when it first came out, I run into them, and now they were like 15 years old or something like that. It it sort of it sort of said, "There's something going on here that ain't normal." I was about 10 or 11 when Back to the Future came out and I just showed it uh, to my 8-year-old like two months uh-huh. ago and yeah. she loved it. She loved, but she yeah. loved it like she loves new things. Like she just, it's just so timeless that uh, that uh-huh. it, it just plays so well and it's it's like lightning in a bottle with that movie. Uh, yeah, it, it's true. It, it doesn't, um, it doesn't fade. Uh, Christopher Lloyd, a.k.a. Doc Brown from the Back to the Future franchise, are you, or do you ever get sick of the, the question as to whether or not there would be a Back to the Future Part 4? Well, no. I, I mean, it's great that people yearn for such a thing, but I don't think that's happening. The powers that be saying, nope, that's it. Okay, wait. So one final, and this is like a straight-up nerdy question for you. And Okay, I, okay, okay. I, ho- I hope you have the answer. But at the end of Part 3, when you come back from 1885 to greet Marty and Jennifer, and you're on the train tracks, and you're in the train, and you have your kids, and Clara Clayton there, right? And the train lifts up and it flies off, right? Off the track completely and disappears. Right. Do you guys right. go into space? Oh. Because <laughs> it's speculation on some of the nerd blogs that I've read, yeah, like the many yeah. Back to the Future nerd <laughs> blogs, are that you guys went off into space. Well, if we, we, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's okay. something that the riders can grab a hold of and say, where do they go? Okay. And what do they do? Oh, oh hold on. Uh, our producer, Dan Mori, who's also a big Back to the Future fan, wants to say something to you as well. First off, it's a huge right. honor. Can you please just say, so I can be so happy, can you just say where we're going, we don't need roads like Doc Brown? Hey, where we're going, we don't need roads. Yay! <laughs> Christopher Lloyd, a.k.a. Doc Brown. You have no idea. It's such an honor to speak with you today oh, on the Ross and Show. Uh, all the best and have so much fun when you're at Fan Expo. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. If you've listened to the Roz and Mocha Show long enough, then you know how much Roz hates Caillou, as many people in this city does. Well, okay. Uh, Can I interject for one quick second? Of course. Okay. It's not that I, I'm not alone in hating Caillou. No. I just, I discovered Caillou as a parent mm-hmm. uh, long ago and realized what is this nightmare that they subject children to. Because he's just a... A whiny it's, it's, brat. It's, it's a terrible example across the board for everything. Whoever created that show and why it's still right. on the air, I have no idea. And early on in my hatred of Caillou, going back like, I don't know, like seven years, six, seven years now, you had no idea what a Caillou was. So I introduced no. you to Caillou and played some examples of why the show was so annoying. And I realized that there's an entire community out there. And it's at that point, sometime around maybe five years ago, that Caillou on Twitter became my arch enemy. Correct? And correct. And Caillou on Twitter 
on the ongoing joke with Caillou on Twitter is that he claims that he's your son. Right. And started producing songs. Yeah. All about Roz being his dad. Yeah. Like, if you want to work on some sort of article that's interesting in, a, in the world of online where it's the long game troll, the person who claims to be Caillou on Twitter has been trolling me. The long game. We're talking five years now. Yeah. So, Caillou has released a new song, Roz. Oh, no. Uh, this is the very, very first one from, like, five years ago. Hey, Roz. Why the long face? You think the fact that I'm your son is a disgrace? I may be spoiled, a little bit whiny, but I think you're just jealous because your head ain't as shiny. But whoa, Roz, you need to pause. Take a deep breath and look at your own flaws. Anyways, I just want to add, no matter what happens, I still love you, Dad. (laughs) Also, also, don't memorize the lyrics. Why? It's mean. I thought you're on my side, bro. I, I got them all on my phone. I was on the driveway <laughs> on the on the drive home. Roz is the man who's old. He keeps breaking his so he's not very smart, though he's, he's my, my father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're terrible. Stop memorizing things that hurt me. <laughs> so there's a new one. Oh, great. That's done to Havana by Camila Cabello. So ladies and gentlemen, and Roz. Thanks. Turn it up. Pay attention and enjoy. My daddy, nana. Half of my genes are from that fatty, my papa. <laughs> that stupid loser from the show Trap Canada. Wow. That scary old man is my daddy. Ross Weston is my daddy. My daddy, oh my. He didn't want the secret to be proven. <laughs> that I'm his son, Kai. That I'm his child that's undisputed. But I'm not raising you. Can't even drive the road He just got his G2. He calls the cab and climbs right in it. And Roz is going like This ride is getting intense. I'm only tipping ten cents. And Ross is like And then the driver told him he had to go. You are too cheap and old, my daddy Nana. On the radio, all he says is blah blah blah. Everyone knows the city's favorite is Mocha. Oh. And so, here is my confession. My daddy is Ross Weston. My daddy, Unana. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you find this so funny. Uh, <laughs> Words hurt, kind Oh my god! <laughs> that is probably my absolute <sighs> favorite Caillou recorded song. Favorite is Mocha. And so, here is my confession. My daddy is Ross Weston. My daddy, Unana. Yes! (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Dude, I love when we get texts to the show. It starts with, Dear Roz and Mocha, help me settle this argument. Oh, no. I'm going to call this person. Okay. Before I continue the sentence. Yo, what up? It's Ron Zamoka. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Not too bad. Okay, what's your name? Daniel. Daniel, all right. So you texted us just now. And I read to Roz just the first part of your text where it says, Dear Ron Zamoka, help me settle this argument. Daniel, what is the argument? 
Burger versus pizza. Oh, God. I'm talking about basic and basic. Oh, God. Because I know you can go all out with both of them. So. I say burger. The argument is this. Burger or pizza. Okay, but what, like, are we talking just on a natural, normal day? We're not, you're not talking getting into the specifics of you're hungover, one of them is closer than the other. Like, we're just talking just straight up. Just a natural day. Just a natural day if given the choice, burger or pizza. Now, when you say burger, are you, are you are you including fries with that? You can add fries with that. You can add fries with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. so burger fries, and <sighs> I'm assuming pizza. And, and I'm assuming I can get the burger or the pizza from any place that I choose, which are my favorite exactly. places. Okay, so your favorite burger or your favorite pizza? Oh, which do you yeah. which do you choose? Okay, um, so Daniel, have you had this conversation with other people? Or you're having it yeah. right now with other people? I had it this morning with one of my coworkers, and I had it yesterday with my boss. Okay, okay. so what did your boss say yesterday? Pizza. Yeah. And what'd your I'm coworker? What'd your coworker say? Pizza. Okay, and your burger. Okay, yeah. let's um, go around the room. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna have as much as God. Damn, this is tough. I feel like somebody just punched me in the neck. <laughs> this hurts to say. Uh, as much as I love pizza, I I'm going with burger fries. One hundred percent burger fries. No, like no question. And I love pizza. Like I love pizza and I'm 100% going burger fries. Dan Amore. 1000% pizza. Really? Why? Pizza, because every bite is different. I love pizza. A burger's good, but I love cold pizza. I love regular pizza. Pizza will always win. Okay. No, I'm going burger and fries as well. Because on my burger, you know, straight up like lettuce, tomato, cheese, bacon. But when that burger's done, it's done. When you finish a slice of pizza, there's another slice of pizza. But uh, what if you only have a slice of pizza? Yeah. Like think of Uh, just think of in the moment. It's not future planning. Like I know I'm not gonna cut my burger in half like a loser and put half of it in the fridge for lunch the next day. Yeah, that's gross. Like what am I poor? (laughs) Um, Okay, I've done that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What am I poor? Um Um, but just think of in the moment, not don't forward think of like, I can put half of it in the fridge for the next day. Just, just in the moment. It's still pizza. It's still I pizza. I love wow. a slice of pizza. No way. Yeah. Burger and fries all and fries. the way. All the way. Double patty too, by the oh, way. Oh, double thin patty <laughs> with <laughs> melted cheese this is in why, the middle and this on is top. This why Kit Thank is the best. Yeah. Yeah. We're both burger fries. Damn it, Maury's pizza. He doesn't count. No, you're oh, right. Wow. Damn wow. it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Daniel, we appreciate Appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, Ed Sheeran is going to be in the new Danny Boyle movie. Okay. And Ed Sheeran's going to be playing Ed Sheeran. So he's not going to be playing a character. He's going to be playing, playing himself, himself okay. Ed Sheeran. So same thing he did on The Simpsons. So Danny Boyle did uh, Train Spotting, 28 Days Later, Slumdog Millionaire. Okay. Um, big time director. And the premise of this film is there's a guy who wakes up one day and he's the only person in the entire world who remembers the Beatles. What? Okay. So this guy wakes up one day. Yeah. He's the only person in the world who remembers the Beatles. He's also a musician. So what do you think he does? Sings the Beatles. He does all the Beatles songs and becomes a super huge star. Exactly. (laughs) And goes on tour with Ed Sheeran and then becomes bigger than Ed Sheeran apparently in the movie. So you're saying everybody else in this world doesn't remember the Beatles. Correct. 
It would be as if, yes. Like, so they used to and their memory was wiped? No, who knows? You just wake up one day, nobody remembers the Beatles. Nobody That's has so any nobody random, has any though. idea that the Beatles existed. <laughs> random plot. But it's almost like a superpower in, in some sure, weird way. Like, it's a weird fantasy aspect to the movie. And I'm guessing it's Ed Sheeran that wakes up and remembers? No, Ed Sheeran no. just plays Ed Sheeran. I told you that. Ed oh, Sheeran. He goes on, he tour, goes on with tour with Ed Sheeran. Oh, wow. Um, so it's just a guy, and then he wakes up and is like, if nobody remembers the Beatles, and I'm a struggling musician, why don't I just write all the Beatles songs? And say that I wrote them. And say that I wrote them. And then, and then I guess the guy becomes a musical genius, and people love him. And I don't know what happens if the world wakes up one day remembering the Beatles, and they're really? all like, what the hell did we do? <laughs> hey, <Right>? man. <laughs> We're on to you now. But yeah, so that's the new movie. The movie doesn't have a title yet. Uh, Danny Boyle's directing, um, and uh, Ed Sheeran is in it he plays himself and they actually shot it over i think like two months during ed sheeran's tour oh wow because there's so much on stage stuff yeah. that happens so ed sheeran was playing ed sheeran and they had the whole film crew in there doing this while he was while he was on tour so hold on so then these people when they wake up and they don't remember the beatles yes then all of the beatles music is also not on <laughs> itunes or anything right yeah yes it does not exist. It does not exist. But the day before it did. I don't know. We don't know that. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, man. Have you seen the movie? No, but I'm no. just trying Listen, to figure it out. Maury, your yeah. listening skills suck so bad. <laughs> no, I'm trying to, I'm trying <laughs> no, to dissect it. Yeah, I don't but know. I, All I know is that there's something happens where people don't remember the Beatles music and that, how am I frustrated over this movie? I mean, it's such a good mood. I don't understand this. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I know we've talked a lot about love at first sight on this show and whether you believe in it or not and... How it, all, how it all goes down. But every now and then you get research that sort of backs up these maybe instances of love at first sight and how they work out. And this one that I'm reading now, the number just seems so inflated, even though I do believe fully in love and even love at first sight. Why not? Who cares? I have a hard time wrapping my head around this number. And they ask people, have you ever fallen in love with someone on an airplane? What? On an airplane? On an airplane. As in, you met someone on an airplane, and then that turned into a loving relationship. Like your seatmate. Your seatmate, yeah. Or somebody, you're maybe you're delayed, and you start chatting ahead of time, and then you get on the flight, and then you exchange numbers, and so on and so forth. And the number that they came up with from this survey of people who have fallen in love with someone they randomly met on a flight was one out of 50. What? Yeah. Get out of here. That seems like a very large number to me. Extremely large. One out of 50? That that works about uh, 2% of people. No, I don't believe that at all. Should it actually be two out of 50 because there's two people involved? No, that's not how this works. Oh. Okay. Take a seat more. Um, No, so that works out to about 2% of people say that they've fallen in love. No. Come on. I don't believe that. Yeah. Yeah, one out of 50. And as much as a fan of just like people falling in love in weird random places and just you just happen to be. But you know what, though? I guess it makes sense because if you are traveling to the same place or traveling back home, you would assume that the person you're talking to and eventually fall in love with is also from where you're from. But I don't even see people really talking to strangers on flights that much. Like it's with your headphones on and you're watching a show. You try to ignore people. If you're on a flight for like six or seven hours and the person next to you, you're talking to them, let's just say you do start talking to them, 
that's a long time to get to know someone. It is. It is. I, I agree with you on that. And the study also found, and this is another number that I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I guess me. it would be considered like a sort of like a date, right? You're this, talking, you're having that conversation, getting to know one another, asking questions. The study also found that one in seven people have made a, quote, lasting friendship from somebody that they met on a flight. That, one in seven. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. I've that literally on never talked to anybody on a plane. No. I've I, never spoken to You've anyone. never talked to anybody or nobody's ever talked to you. No one's ever talked to me on okay. a plane. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a stat I would believe. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So we get a lot of requests for this, uh, for the podcast, which is, why don't you guys do the news on the podcast? Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so, Mocha. Yes. You ready? Yeah. Let's do the news! A Roz and Mocha Show and KISS 92.5 News Break. Uh, Florida authorities are considering the possibility of a super snake emerging from the Everglades. A what? Yeah, a genetic study study published uh, yesterday raised the question on whether or not a super snake could emerge out of the Florida Everglades <laughs> after Get it was revealed that a small number of Burmese and Indian pythons have been breeding. Ex- experts examined the tails of 400 captured snakes uh, from South Florida and found that 13 had some genetic indicators that point to Indian pythons. Tens of thousands of pythons are estimated to be slithering through the Everglades right now. And scientists say the giant snakes, which can grow to be 20 feet or longer, they have eliminated 99% of the native mammals in the Everglades, which has decimated food sources for other predators like panthers and alligators. So the snakes are eating everything. And so now they're fearing that the snakes may move north. Yeah. Because they can adapt better than alligators can. Snakes. Yeah, giant snakes. Like Anaconda. Remember that movie, Anaconda? Yes, yes, that's what they're saying. Man. You ever wonder how much your uh, some of the highest paid stars in Hollywood make per hour? So we all oh, know God. guys like The Rock and yeah. Cloney and whoever. They, we all know they make a ton of money. So in a new report from Business Insider, they calculated celebrities' uh, hourly rates oh, using no. best available annual earnings and their net worth information for each person based on the Forbes estimates. So at the top of the list is uh, George Clooney. So okay. I'll give you some of the lower ones here. Um, Beyonce. Oh, God. They say that Beyonce makes $6,849 an hour. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, LeBron James makes 9760 Taylor Swift, 9132 Dwayne The Rock Johnson makes $14,155 an hour. Get out of here. Yep. Yeah. Kylie Jenner, $19,006 an hour. Oh, my God. Maury, $19,006 an hour. Could then you, you get to the top of the list. George Clooney. Yeah. Every 60 minutes, George Clooney, based on his income. Every 60 minutes, yeah. George Clooney makes $27,283. Oh, my God. <laughs> You wouldn't have to worry about anything. What's that? You wouldn't have to worry about anything. Oh, you still worry about so much oh stuff. Oh, my Mari. God. KFC will give you $11,000 if you have a child born on September 9th and name him Harland. Why? Because Harland was Colonel Sanders' first name. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Harlan Sanders. Harlan Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. uh, and September 9th is Colonel Sanders' birthday. Okay. And they'll give you $11,000 because of the 11 herbs and spices. So name your kid Harlan, oh, then God. change your kid's name. Yeah, I think there's rules to that because it's not $11,000 cash. It's $11,000 for a scholarship. 
Oh, uh, so I thought you were going to say eleven thousand dollars in KFC. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. That, that is a lot. That's a lot of KFC. That is a lot of KFC. <laughs> that is a lot of you KFC. You get one gift card that's loaded with eleven thousand dollars. You would have to move every day for a year in order for you and your friends to all eat that much KFC. <laughs> Why is that? Why when we move, when you're all sitting in a living room full of boxes, do you always order KFC? Why is that the number one choice on moving day? It's I don't KFC. Know. Uh, experts claim that people over the age of 40 should not work more than 40 hours per week. What? Okay, so let me do this here. Uh, a study published out of Australia has shown that those over the age of 40 perform best when they work three days per week. The study uh, involved 3,500 Australian women and 3,000 Australian men. Researchers concluded that the cognitive performance of the participants improved when they worked 25 hours per week, but the performance reduced when they worked 55 hours per week because of stress and fatigue. So I know what you're saying. Why work at all, right? Well, they did figure working 40 hours a week, which is a full-time job, is actually more effective at maintaining optimal cognitive functioning than no work at all. Meaning there's a sweet spot in there to working. And if you're over 40, that sweet spot is not 40 hours a week. It's three days a week. That's that sweet spot for peak peak performance. If you had to pick three days to work, what would those days be? Would you do three consecutive? Would you do... One break, two consecutive. There's only one answer. Would you do two break, no. one break? No, there's only there's only one answer, which is uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I agree. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Now I would change that. I I may I may change that. Let me throw something at you here about okay. the, about a three day work week. Okay. Let me throw Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at you. Why? Because the majority of time that there's a natural holiday, it falls on a Monday. Oh, true. Say fam. Good one. Right? Okay. So those, but I'm not so included those, in that group. I'm not in that 40-year-old group yet. But then you're throwing away Good Friday. What do you mean? Because if you because you yeah, already have Friday off, so it's yeah. it seems like a waste. Yeah, but what I'm well, you, nobody wants to work a Friday. If you had to work three days a week, who's going to work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Yeah, but then you no still have Saturday, chance. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No, 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 no. You want Thursday, Friday, yeah, Saturday, because Sunday. Majority of the long weekends, it's always yes. a Monday that's off. Yes. It's very rare. I think it's only Good Friday where I, you get that. I think Friday it might off. only be Good Friday. Yeah. So anyway, so there's that. Okay. I just read something on Reddit. That says, if you start counting from zero to either positive or negative numbers, your lips won't touch till you reach one million. What? If you Read start, if you start counting from zero, yeah, just start counting from zero. Okay, zero, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yes. Okay, your lips won't touch yeah. until you get to a million. Nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine <laughs> one mi- Oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Is it because of the M? Yes, it is, Maury. It's because of the M. But yeah, your lips will not touch till you get to a. Million. But what about? Hold on, that's not true. What about the number Tem? Tim <laughs> comes right after Nime. Nime. <laughs> uh, the Farmer's Almanac says that ter, uh, Canada is in for a very, very cold winter. Oh, shut you up, don't Almanac. Hear me say that right know? now. They say uh, they predict cold, really cold for Atlantic Canada and Quebec. Quote, biting cold for Ontario and teeth chattering cold across the prairies and uh, 
and BC should have normal temperatures. Average snowfall ex- is expected in the prairies, with Ontario and Quebec seeing slightly more than normal levels. <sighs> Come on, man. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Ask Roz and Mocha, a podcast exclusive. Uh, every week we... Get all this stuff from uh, IG, from Instagram. We uh, we'll put up a picture, and you guys get to ask your questions, and then we do answer. We do our best to answer them on the Ask Razamokas uh, part of the podcast, which is this right now. And we always love having somebody who listens to the show and the podcast on with us uh, during the podcast to ask their question live. So, Caitlin, are you there? Yes, I am. What is your question for us, Caitlin? Uh, my question is: What is one piece of advice? wish you were given at the age of 20 that would have really helped you why at the age of 20 how old are you now 20 what are you, oh, what 20. Are you doing right now my, my advice to you is just stand I'm, still and have a conversation I, I, I can't I'm at work I work on an assembly line are you on an assembly line right now <laughs> oh my god yeah where at okay. what do you do for a living uh, the Brampton Chrysler assembly plant okay oh. and you, you can't take like your coffee break or something like that aren't you union uh, no, yeah, we're union, but we get 10-minute breaks every two hours. So. Okay, okay. Well, take, what are you, take, what are you assembling right now? Uh, we're doing cars, so we make Dodge, Challengers, Chargers, and 300. Oh, oh damn. Okay. So what, what's in front of you on the assembly line right now? Like, what are you in charge of? I'm currently sitting in the back of a door Challenger, about to secure the back for you guys. Wow, there you go. So why, why are you so keen on uh, finding advice? Are you feeling a little lost turning 21 or? Um, yeah, you know, I just, I, I'm not a school person. I don't enjoy school. Um, it's not for me to sit in the class and I just feel like I don't know where my life is going without school and I'm just working and I just, I don't know what there is for me to do. I haven't figured out my passion yet. So I'm just kind of a little, go with the flow of things, you know, just need a little bit of guidance. Uh, here's what I'll say, Kayla. How, how are you with, uh, with money? Oh, I'm terrible. You are? It's not good, yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't until like way later in life that I learned this. And my dad, my dad's an accountant, right? Mm-hmm. So my dad yeah. would always, even when I was a kid, like always preach about the importance of managing your money and uh, and know uh, how to treat your money, really, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I used to always just like kind of blow that off as just dad advice, dad advice, right? Not realizing yeah. the importance. So if there's anything that I could could tell you that, like, I wish I paid attention to my dad when I was way younger, uh, is to how to properly plan for your future and learn how to manage your money because that would mm-hmm. save your ass in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that makes sense. Geez, I have so much advice for somebody who's 20. Like, I'll say, don't listen to anybody who says that you shouldn't drink alone. <laughs> sometimes sometimes a, a drink that I've had alone was the best drink I had in months. I wanted to wait yeah. to see how she would answer. You didn't answer, which means... I usually, no, no, no. I usually, I usually do the, uh, the classic uh, cool send of a Corona. There you go. Yeah. I'll, I'll also say, yeah. I'll also say, learn to learn to cook and learn to cook the, the the food that you use for comfort. So, if you like yeah. pizza, if you like burgers, if you like greasy food, don't order it. Learn to cook it yourself and like learn how to make a pizza. Like, yeah, Egg learn Benedict. learn all that it. stuff. Like, learn all that stuff to do uh, to do yourself. I mean, you already have this one down, which is especially what I tell uh, young young women, which is learn to do something practical. 
practical with your hands and get good at it because there is a lack. If you look at the world, everything is online and everything is tech. And there is a massive shortage in people who can actually build something with their hands. Mm-hmm. And if you're talking yeah. and if you're talking young women, it's an even smaller number. It's not encouraged. Yeah. We, 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 we live in a, in a time now where, you know, sort of even going into the trades or learning how to build something, they don't even promote that as a viable uh, career choice for young women or young yeah, men no, for that matter. Don't. And you are needed, you know, doing what you do right now, even throwing the back seat in a charger at a, at a, at a car plant, you know, you can parlay that into something else. And I know young women who are working on large condo development type things and women yeah. who work in construction and they have not been out of work one day in the past 10 years. Yeah. And so don't think that you need to do the school thing, right? You can learn, yeah. you can learn and be really great. And, and especially as a woman, because we all talk about, you know, equality and everybody is like, they look at the CEO positions where they're like, well, how many big companies are run by a woman CEO, right? But nobody looks at a building that has 40 companies in it and goes, yeah, but how many women actually built that building? Yeah. The number's probably yeah. less than 1%. It's all dudes, right? So if you want to work yourself into that line, go for it. Like, absolutely go yeah. for it. Uh, and don't yeah. think that you need to do this school thing. Like, you, 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 yeah. if, you if you're kicking ass and doing what you're doing you know go for it and then you the other the most important thing though when it comes to work for me is that don't make your life your job right find another way to judge your own personal success other than what you do for a living and then that then you're going to set yourself up for a little bit of happiness and disconnect and you won't be crushed when you get fired because you will get fired everybody loses a job yeah 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 right uh caitlin if i can also pass on uh, another piece of advice Yes. For somebody who is about to turn 21 and whatever you do, whatever you do, whoever you meet, how much trust you put in a person, no matter what, don't ever, 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 Caitlin, don't ever send nudes. No. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, I'll keep that one in mind. Yeah, you've already sent nudes, haven't you? No, no, no. No, 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 no. You're such a liar. Caitlin, listen, because at some point, because you're still only almost 21, at some point in your life, those nudes are going to come back to haunt you. And at that point, you are going to say... I wish I didn't send that nude, or I wish I listened to Raza Mocha. Did that, did that happen to you? No. Is that advice you wish someone gave no, you? No, but we've just seen what sending a nude can do to a person. Like, look at all yeah, the news yeah. stories that come out of just, like, the celebrity world, right? Just yeah. that alone should be a warning. And if you, and if you feel that you mm-hmm. have to, don't put your face in the picture. Yeah. Right. Like if you if you feel like you have to, like I've sent 100%. a new, I've sent a new to Catherine before. Sure. Right. But I didn't put my face did in the picture. Oh, really? No, because I don't fully trust her. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Maury, do you have one piece of advice for Caitlin, who is 20, turning 21, feeling sort of lost? But I think she's actually on on a really great uh, on on a really great track here. What's your advice? I was going to say the nude thing too because I had that problem. I did a whole nude photo shoot and that yeah. bit me in the butt. But I was going to say just this: learn to remember things. Work on. I just wish I was taught memory at a young age. 
Because I watch documentaries and I just don't remember anything I've seen. So I just, just work on remembering things. <laughs> not, not a bad piece of advice. Not a terrible no, no, piece no, of that's, advice. That's definitely something I'm going to yeah. take and run with. Also, okay. also, do you want kids? <laughs> um... I think I do. I yeah. just I'm not fond of the whole going through pregnancy experience. But well, nobody is. I have nieces and stuff, so. Yeah, you're also. I would also surround yourself and talk to as many as women as you can um, when you're when you're younger about how to deal with working and having a kid because that's the kind of thing that yeah. will come and slap you in the face and you're going to feel really lost yeah. or you're going to wind up putting your entire life into a career and you're going to be 32 and you're going to go what the hell am I doing this isn't actually what I want yeah. I want a family and I would have skipped out on everything and yeah. you would have skipped out on everything so so have those conversations have those conversations while you're still young mm-hmm. right and All remember right. don't listen to people that say don't drink alone <laughs> I, will, I will not okay. I promise hey, right. Caitlin will you do us a favor yes will you keep in touch with yeah, us just to like you know I'm like real curious now to, to know like just the path that you take in life so please for as long as the Ronald Zamoga show is on the radio uh, and as long as this podcast exists please keep in touch with us and uh, just let oh, us know I how will, your how your life is going okay thanks love I will I listen to you guys like all the time on Aww. the line so I've listened I'm up to date on your podcast I constantly wait for the new episodes oh, you nice. guys make me smile when I'm sad so uh, love thank you, you for that and thank you for the great advice I'll definitely memorize all of it and take it into consideration and definitely use it awesome thank you so much Caitlin all right. Take Thanks, care. Bye bye. Thanks. Everyone. And uh, before we bye. go, we have to get we have to get to more important questions, Caitlin. So thank you. Uh, question. Next question is uh, uh, Mocha. Yes. Oh man, this is deep. I don't even know if we have enough time to get into this. That's what she said. Uh, it's emotional. Okay. Um, is cereal soup? No. Oh, okay. Why? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a liquid, and you and you have stuff in no, it. Tell me it's how many cereal. soups you put milk in. Yeah. Yeah, but why is soup None. only water? Six. Why is soup only six water? Soups, no, maybe. where it's only milk. Oh, what about okay. cream? What about cream of broccoli or all that stuff? Is that not a soup? That's not. That's that's, that's a soup cream. because it's cream. Well, milk is a cream. Uh, it's no. Well, that's the not. best argument I've ever won. Well, you think you won? Yeah. Holy moly. Okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next question. Uh, what was your favorite cartoon show growing up? Oh, Simpsons and Family Guy. Growing, growing up. up. Yeah. Growing up. Simpsons and Family Guy. Growing up. Listen. I'll answer. No, 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 no. Wasn't it He-Man? I'm a millennial. Simpsons and Family Guy. Mocha, honestly, growing up. Dip yeah. back in. No. Yeah. You, how like, you were like in your I was 20s. like a baby when oh, uh, Simpsons and Family it. Guy was on. Uh, Maury? Um, mine would have been um, Fraggle Rock, Smurfs, and Inspector Gadget. Okay, Fraggle Rock, not a cartoon. <laughs> Smurfs? And Smurfs. And oh, Inspector oh, Gadget. Smurfs. Yeah, I remember Smurfs when I was a kid. I watched... I, I what didn't was watch your Steamboat Willie? Yeah. Steamboat Willie? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's Mickey Mouse in the 40s. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, here. Let's end it's on this one. Um, podcast this question from, uh, from Leo. Okay. What is your favorite fast food hack slash secret food? Okay. Mine used to be the McGangbang. Excuse me? <laughs> it was a McDouble and a junior chicken. Uh, but I've recently found that Wendy's chicken nuggets and uh, chocolate frosty work really well together. Oh, my God. So, your food hack. 
Yeah. See, I don't eat a lot of fast food. Let's try and keep this to fast food. I don't, sure. I don't really eat a ton of fast food. I haven't in years. It makes me poop and it just doesn't <laughs> do well. It doesn't do well with me. But my thing, my, 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 my favorite fast food burger that I could get was I would do a double quarter pounder cheese yeah. with Mac sauce. Mm. Oh, that sounds good. Delicious. And that to me was the ultimate grease late night, uh, you know, fix. Yeah. That's what did it for me was the double quarter pounder cheese, not the Mac, but a double quarter pounder cheese with Mac sauce is what did it for me. Yeah, Maury? Uh, I used to do what was a Big Mac with the filet fish burger in it as well. So you got fish and meat. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. That's so gross. When I was in high school, uh, in the calf, I would always order uh, hamburger with fries and gravy. And then when I sat at the table, yeah. I would open the top of the hamburger, take the bun off, take all the fries, stack it on top of the burger patty, yeah. and then take the gravy and pour it all over. Nice. And then put the, Son. put the hamburger bun mm. back on top. That's mm. it, right? That's fantastic. Wow, I can't believe you're single all through high school. Like <laughs> <laughs> Ask Roz and Mocha every week. You're going to see a, a photo that we post on at uh, Kiss925 on Instagram. <laughs> Ask your question. Uh, we may call you to be a part of the podcast. Also, keep in mind, uh, wherever it is you get your podcast from, iOS or Google Play, leave a review, leave a rating. We would love it. We would appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss 925. Kiss925.com or on the Kiss 925 app.